0: This is SNAFU. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to our second uh, player series. Uh, Joining us today from across the pond, Uh, you may have heard his voice once or twice, they got a little podcast called The Juggernauts. Uh, Topher, welcome aboard. Hello, hey guys.
1: Hey Topher, thanks for coming along.
0: And sitting shotgun with me in this one is Dale. Hey guys. Just heard. So here we go. Uh, This is our second one, so this is not our usual snafu podcast, this is just a different little mini series we're running which is of course released on our patreon first and then later on everyone else will get a chance to hear it so we'll see how this goes we may do more of these we may we may not you so I, I have there's at least three other
2: hosts of the juggernauts who are very upset that i got asked and, uh, and they <laughs> didn't and i would just like to take the opportunity to say it's because i'm better than them
1: um that's <laughs> the impression that you gave us <laughs>
0: I'll just say that because it will just trigger them, and that's just the funniest thing I can think
1: of. Yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> to be fair, the first time I reached out to you guys, you were the one who answered. So, oh,
2: well, there we go, there we go. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Dan doesn't even know how to use a computer. So Not only uh, are you but, better, you
1: know, you're more charismatic. Thank you. So, and that's what that's what we need more more on on our podcast is charisma.
2: <laughs> so. Don't trick make you go too much; it's already through
3: the roof. <laughs>
1: Uh, sorry, Pat. Let's let's, uh, let's no, keep that, on going. That's all
0: right. Let's let's uh, let's jump right into the mix and uh, start out with. Uh, well, you know you only have a podcast and you play bolt action, but uh, how'd you get starting and get started gaming and hobbying?
2: Oh, back in the day, back in the days of black and white. Before so, like, bolt action, existed. before bolt action, before it was a glint in Alicia Camatore's eye. Uh, um, no, so I, I classic school childhoods. 10 years old, Games Workshop, 40k. I think that's going to oh, be yeah. a very common theme. Definitely is for all, like, everyone my end of the um, end of the world anyway. So I was sure. 10 years old. I started a new school and I didn't have any friends. And the kids there were playing this really weird game. And they all had this little what, weird magazine with little plastic models in there. And I immediately was like, I want to do stuff. So obviously yeah. that, that Christmas I got my starter box. Um,
1: nice. It's so as simple in, as that really. At 10 years old... I mean, just seeing it—that that, it's pretty cool shit. That's, like I mean, when,
2: when, when you're growing up, and uh, um, I, I, I grew up on like a council estate in like uh, um, in the Midlands in, in England. So, like the most exciting thing I'd ever seen was like a PS One. I and even that's like, oh my god, the most amazing thing ever! And suddenly you launch into this new world. I was like, There's models, what, and people build and paint them, and then they play with them. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's just like yeah, the, my little 10 year old mind was just like exploded. And so, I recall um,
0: the revelation when people started actually painting the base they came on, too.
2: Well, so my first my first models, ever models, it's uh, good timing, actually. You know, the, the old fur dead Black Templar starter set.
1: Oh, yeah. With
2: the famous land speeder that just didn't go together at all. No,
1: no. And, the,
2: it, and, I, and I never I mean, managed to assemble Yeah, the,
1: the Templars time. were cool, too. They were, I mean,
2: they, yeah, the one tactical squad was cool. Because that's the yeah. one thing you could build. Land speed is just that. Uh, I think that I know, up on the Emperor's Champion or somewhere. Did, oh, that was a special edition. I didn't get that. Yeah, well, well, didn't I'm, well, enough, yeah.
1: they didn't make very many of them. So. No,
2: and the Dark Eldar, which to this day I never managed to assemble. <laughs> it was an awful kit for a ten-year-old. What was games of the shop thinking? Here's a kit of the most spindly models you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. Put it together. I didn't even have clippers. You just do the twist to get them off the sprue. There didn't you have super glue. You got to use PVA glue and get upset when it's hold together.
1: There's a there's a meme going around the internet <laughs> right now. Um, there's, there's t- the two guys in prison and there's a big burly guy who looks like he's probably oh yeah I've seen that off. and the little guy's <laughs> like what are you in for I, I twist my models off the sprue <laughs> we, we,
2: we all did it though didn't we we all did it yeah we did because you couldn't
1: years, find your clippers or yeah, you didn't have them
2: yeah if you're 10 years old you either don't have them or be are you really going to wait till the weekend for your parents to go to the shop and get some for it no you're just no, going to do no. it aren't you are you supposed no. to paint to paint them with Mm-hmm. Oh, man. oh, man, those those are the days. My kids are never going to make that mistake
3: no. because oh, I'm raising mis- them right.
2: In, well, in just in this day and age, like the starter sets are completely like, <laughs> and not just Games Workshop, just everything completely. Yeah. It's almost a world fit. now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy.
0: Yeah. Well, like those uh, Legion miniatures, those things go
1: together super easy.
2: Well, yeah, and and, and some but days, there's only one way you can you put know, it together. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're starting to see <laughs>
1: we're starting to see pre-painted. Miniatures just come ready to go.
2: I mean, by the time my kids are that age, mm-hmm. it will be, you'll just get, you'll just be, you'll just 3D print them. You know, you, you, they, they, they'll it's, come down in price to yeah. the, and access to the point you just go, ding, there you go, pay my license, I mean, there's my models. It's crazy. I,
1: this, wasn't, this wasn't part of, of kind of what we're digging into as, as we move forward. But if you think <laughs> about it, and this is the old, I'm the old guy. I'm thinking about it. So so what, what are my kids, my own kids who are in their 20s now missing out on? Um, from the standpoint of, you know, if I can just plug an address into my phone and get there. You don't have to learn how to actually, you know, follow landmarks or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's something similar in the hobby happening where we had to assemble our models, um, maybe even wash them, prime them, paint them, and in 15 years, they may all just come ready to go. And are they missing out on something when it's just, everything's done for them? I don't know
0: it sounds like a good old days sort of thing. Back in I, I think
1: in, in 10 years, <laughs> uphill both ways. I am going to be the guy. I am going to be that guy. Like you, you young kids don't know. Well, no, it's, it's
2: true. It's true though, because like, like uh, at least to me, like if you think of like X Wing, like because that was popular shit for like two or three years over here, and oh, then it it, died it, down. It I doing? think I think they released a the new edition and wrecked it, but whatever. But like, sure, you could go and you could spend twenty pounds on this brand new X Wing, and it would go around. You'd fly around, and get pew 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 pew. But the mm-hmm. fact that you, you it came pre- pre-built and pre-ready it lost something for me like even though i probably couldn't paint better than half of those like paint jobs sure. that came with it's just because it's, it's not yours it's not the same thing you just
1: don't understand. to <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah you, you hadn't spent two hours trying to get it together and painted thinking about how you could use it and how excited you're going to be to pop it down on the table and yeah. So
0: speaking of X Wings, uh, obviously you play Bolt Action, and you yep. started off in the with the everyone else, did, the Games Workshop stuff. Uh, what other miniature games do you play, <sighs> currently or recently? Let's go with let's okay. Not, well, let's not go with forever because that that could be a while. I'm thinking.
2: Okay, so recently, sure. should we last few last three or four years? Because I, I I kind of like I, I kind of um, I'll pick one thing like the flavor of the month, and then you I'll just smash that for like months at a time and then it'll be the next thing once you got bored of that and etc so that's
1: there's a little bit of add i think a little
2: bit a little bit well the the way because we always we always have the discussion at at club because there's always more games than people want to play Mm -hmm. and it's always like well why can't why don't we play this why do we always play that you've only got one night a week especially as a boring old adult like me Mm -hmm. you've got one night a week on tuesday night you got three hours pick your game and it comes down to well do you want to spend your time trying to find a game that may end up not being not being very good, or do you want to play the shit you know is good? You know, yeah. But um, so, re- I mean, stuff in my garage, stuff I still have, stuff I played recently. you're Looking at forty k, uh, Warhammer Fantasy, Horus Heresy, Age of Sigmar, If I, if I a- Blood recently. Bowl, Boxing, Age of Sigma is currently my vibe. There you uh, currently my vibe. Yeah, I, I've come out of that swinging with the um, with the uh, post pandemic. Yeah, I, you're, I, you're just. I, you're yeah. just showing up
1: at tournaments and walking away with, with all this swag.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, like, like bolt action tournaments and Sigma tournaments are completely, completely different ball games Because, like, bolt action tournaments, you know, yeah, it's friendly, everyone gets a prize, great. And then Sigma tournaments are like, yeah, tournaments, yeah. And then what'd you win? Key ring. <laughs> 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 I don't well, I mean, you can, you can walk around
1: the Games Workshop store swinging it around on your finger. Yeah, like, but it's the yeah, same. It's the same
2: keyring that came if you pre-ordered the bloody starter box. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm walking around my keyring. Yeah, I won this keyring. I'm badass. Yeah, look at me. And then some little ten-year-old going, "I got the keyring because my dad <laughs> bought it." <in." laughs> uh, uh,
1: shut up. Shit.
2: <laughs> it's, one, it's one of those things. like you, you, it's not about the prize. It's not about the prize. It's about the competition and sports. It's like, yeah, but I did want that big plastic model.
1: it isn't all about the community sometimes it is about i'm better than you well that's why we keep score yeah and that's okay that's all right so but there's room for all of us there
2: absolutely absolutely definitely
1: (laughs) all right so then um if you can recall um i know that you guys brand yourself um and appropriately in my opinion um, as as the competitive end, competitive yep. side of things. Yep, yep. Um, do you have any recollection of, of your first tourney experience?
2: It was Games Workshop 40k one. It was back. At, i have only been about 15, 16. It's when um, it was an edition changeover. I think it was fifth edition or something. But my local okay. games, my local games Workshop were doing a lock in. So they they lock they get you all in at like six o'clock, lock the mm-hmm. door, and then you game all the way through the night until the next morning. I don't think it wasn't like a traditional wow. tournament like you'd I know you'd never do that today, health and safety. But like no. um it wasn't like I don't a tradi- think you
1: could do that with the stores now. The footprints are so different. So.
2: Uh, no, 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 definitely not. Anyways, no, yeah, no. that's a that's a different conversation. Yeah. But um I don't think it was like an official tournament as much of just play some games, winner most winners get, you know, a key ring, yay. Um and but the, the, this is really saying something about me, which now I think about it, maybe I am just that bad a person. Well, the, well, well
1: the, let's 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 put a little context. You say fifteen or sixteen, so how uh, many years ago with this? Week?
2: About yeah, about 15, 16 years ago. I'm thirty now. Okay. So right. yeah, the, you know, I was very young into my gaming career, but a bit further along. Anyway, the the games was just trying to sell you shit. Yeah. So the, the entry sure. into the the entry into the tournament was one of their fifty pound starter boxes, and the idea was everyone uses a starter box to play each other. Okay. So me being me, I took the Tyranid starter box because you could, back then, you could custom build your own monsters, you know, like mm-hmm. you had, like, you'd have a carn effect but then you could add points on it and you could make sure, your you own, can, you could build it however out it yeah. of Then obviously, well, this came from the starter box, so I went and proceeded <laughs> and put every single fucking upgrade you could see on that damn thing, and yeah, then just yeah, absolutely yeah. slaughtered everyone because as a yeah. 15 year old, I apparently still had a an inferiority complex.
1: <laughs> well, you know... That makes sense when you're, fun, when you're fun that young. Fun. Yeah, you're but still everyone, learning all that shit. Everyone
2: got tired at two in the morning. We had another four hours to I was very upset. I was like, "Come yeah. on, there's players. I, like, I don't want to play now." Was like, Come on. Lots <laughs> well, no, no, no.
1: changed in fifteen years. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. yeah. You, you, can you imagine doing that these days? Crazy, crazy. Hey, games which what they wanted. I brought up the blue starter box. Did not? You know. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, I mean, it's. I, mean, I guess that's the marketing model. I mean, what what do you get out of the starter boxes? I mean, Warlord. You know their starter boxes. It's like yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. kind of you know because we all came up through through the Games Workshop stuff, and when you transition over, or when we did, I was like, all right, what's what's the standard tourney army going to run me? One hundred and twenty-five dollars? What? That's like two plastic boxes of of Skaven or something. So, all right.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I first got into Bosch and I brought the Blitzkrieg German starter box, like eighty pounds. Okay. I was like, what, is this it? 80 quid, and I'm, I'm done. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that was an eye-opener.
2: Yeah, but then 80, like, 80 pounds becomes 160 pounds, becomes 320 pounds. Oh, now I spent the same amount. Whoops. Uh, well, yeah, because you, you can't have just
0: the one. you got to have almost good. all of them. Well, my,
2: the, the Blitzkrieg German starter box, the heaviest gun on it was a light howitzer. And now uh, my mates have got, got Panthers and IS-2s and stuff. What am I going yeah. well, to do? And that medium like, machine
0: gun team, which egg. is so coveted.
2: Well, back in, I had no idea. On my first days of action. I was shit when I started. I
0: think
1: mine had too. I
2: was I think, I, yeah, yeah, I just took the just took the starter box list and just chucked it on the table. Tried to work it out, and was very frustrated for about six months as I've learnt the game because I couldn't get it into my head to wait to see what other people's actions have done. So I'd walk right in front of like a bar or a heavy. Oh, house, you weren't reactionary actually, at all. Yeah, you were just yeah. I, okay. I'd just go for it, and then he's not he's not gone yet, and then you'd hit me on freeze, and I'd wipe me you I was this is a stupid game. <laughs> <laughs> so took me a while. I, I got there. Have faith in me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> took me a while. <laughs> uh,
1: now, I mean, your reputation not preceding you then, the next little bit here <laughs> is um, if you think about yourself as, okay. as a gamer and into the hobby, yeah. Um, what do you think your breakdown is in regards to, you know, from a competitive standpoint versus a hobby standpoint? you know sometimes we're back and forth the game is yeah, the thing yeah, yeah, or yeah. is it you know what this this list actually represents you know 1943 on the in eastern france or something where do you where do you feel like you you come across with that you
2: you, you won't believe me and none of your listeners will believe me i don't even think my own wife would believe me but i think i'm pretty well balanced you know all things <laughs> considered <laughs> I, like hear me out hear me out, hear me all out. Right. i just i could sure. just i could just feel the internet screaming at me like especially with, like the, so like my podcast and me as as a club going to t- going to a tournament is like the public face, right? Sure. And like we set the podcast up specifically to be a competitive and tournament because podcast because no one was doing them, right? Like there wasn't one. Everyone was doing what
1: we do.
3: Well,
2: back back in the day. Well, you know, there's points for you. But like that was back when like it was like a I'm trying to think like the Bar podcast and all of that kind of thing. Oh yeah. There's nothing. It was it was a different landscape back then. So. And and also, if you're at a tournament, our philosophy is: you're at a tournament, you don't play at a tournament the same way you'd play at a club.
1: Yeah, this isn't a making friends tournament. necessarily. It, it,
2: exa- exactly So, although we have the reputation of like you know going out and winning and doing all that, but on like a standard Tuesday night, we don't we don't club seals at, at club. You know what I mean? Like it's a okay. different it's a different world, and it's and it's things the right sort of attitude at the right place. Like mm-hmm. the first bot events I went to were campaign days. Um, run by down uh, Sam Downorder back in the day yeah. and and I was the one who was just stupid and took 388s because I just wanted to because it was a Africa Corps campaign and I'd watched a video on it so I did that you know what I mean? That's, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs>
1: so you, you were the one that took the three eighty eights. In the meantime, there's another guy that took the three machine gun teams. Well, I, so, well, I, I mean, took well,
2: I took I took the three eighty eights and the three machine gun teams back oh. back then because it because I did play, play to the theme and stuff. I, and I and we always say this on the podcast. Never no one ever takes no one ever takes this away, which is like match your environment. You know what I mean? If you're going to go and play at a local club, don't go and take your big swing and dick energy and yeah, your, all that. Like, no, in, exactly, and if you're just playing on a Tuesday and a, a random club night, and you got maybe a, a nice guy over, and you just want to have a, have a you know, game over a beer or whatever. It's just a fun game, casual game. You know, whip one of the scenarios out from a campaign book. You know, do that that sort of thing. There's a time okay. and a place for everything, and one aspect's definitely not more important than the other. No, I, I definitely don't. love a good competition game. Don't get me wrong. I won't make a podcast do it. I won't go to about ten tournaments a year mm-hmm. if I didn't, but there's there's more to life than that (laughs) yeah
1: it's yeah i don't think you have to be one or the other
0: exactly yeah exactly
1: right but sometimes i'm
0: neither so you know
1: well yeah it's it's um i guess it's it it's uh, pay attention to your environment what is the intention of what's happening so then i'll I'll ask you to make a choice then and skew the balance (laughs) one way or the other all right so you've got you, you've got an open Saturday and there's mm-hmm. a competitive tourney and there's yep. a campaign day.
2: Oh, I'd go to a competitive tournament. Yeah, I'm, okay. f- I'm seeing holes in my own argument. <laughs> I'm seeing holes in argument now. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, no, it's, it's not... It, it's and the internet not, it, has been righted. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's yeah. Not, it, it, it isn't necessarily... And, and that can be a tough choice sometimes because you think yeah. about, all right, so who's who's going to be there? I mean,
2: the, yeah, yeah, it'd be, where's my friends going? Where are right. people I know going? Who? Where right. is this event? What sort of thing's happening? There's a lot yeah. of, like... Based on what sort of events happen in the UK mm-hmm. currently, it is all tournaments. Yeah. So it would naturally be a tournament because I've, I've, they're the people I know would go there, etc. Right. Et um, but that's not to say that one's over the other. You know, I unfortunately, to be fair, there's not enough campaign days in the UK. There's just not enough campaign days. Yeah.
1: I've
2: never, I've not seen one for at least a year now. So. And we're
1: coming off the lockdown, and I think everyone, everyone is excited to get out and start playing again. Oh yeah, and, definitely. And competitive oh, every, games every tournament are, is filling up. Yeah, yeah, we're kind of. I think we're ready to go in that regard. well. Yeah. So that's not. It's not completely a fair question because of all the extra circumstances.
2: But. I mean, I, I, I would, I wouldn't. My mind wouldn't even necessarily compare them. It would be more just. There's a which bolt action day do I want to go to? And then questions like where is it and what's the venue like probably higher on my priority than is it a tournament or is it com- is it a competitive or is it casual?
0: As do long they as they have ca- a carpeted floor, or my ex- exactly. on exactly. There's
2: a there's a local one. Sanctuary Games about 20-30 minutes. Up in Mansfield near me, and it's in an old church. It's a lovely venue, but if you're going mm. in December, it is not nice. It's no. absolutely freezing, and you will die. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's not what you want
0: out of a tournament. Ex-
2: ex- exactly, exactly, and those are the, those are the sort of consider- more important considerations. And again, as long as it's the, as long as the, the event, tournament, campaign day, whatever you want to call it, as long as upfront about what it is, everyone knows what's going on. Yeah. then there's room for everyone. It's only a problem if you try and call it a campaign day and then the aren't vetted and people go in and try and win. Right. Or yeah, it's no- a tournament and then people go in with their little fluffy bunny list expecting to, like, you know, everyone else to be, like, and,
1: um, yeah. what's the word, and, bring themselves down, you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> yeah, no one no one wants to be surprised. Exactly. Or something. And, and exactly. you don't want to be the guy that ends no. up surprising the person you're playing because they just no, if, they brought something that yeah, wasn't if, necessarily fun.
2: If, if, if you've won a game or a tournament, you want to win because you're the best person in the room, right? You don't yeah. want to win because you club three baby seals who had no idea what they were doing. That's yeah. not fun. And no. anyone who thinks that's fun are completely little arseholes and have absolutely no... They're, they're just toxic and shouldn't be in the community because that's disgusting you right. know what i mean and, and, it's and coming um, out of that and, yeah
1: you're not a better player you're actually a worse player
2: exactly exactly he's like yeah. um good for you you know oh you went to a, you went to a little local you know starter you know newbie mm-hmm. newbie gaming day and you took do it and you won good for you slow clap aren't you great right you know and now <laughs> maybe there's two or three less
1: players that are interested exa- in playing exa- exactly
2: exactly um yeah. And at the same time, if you go to the WTC and you've got your and you've got your little twelve dice, you know German list, and you got an MMG team, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but don't complain when people are taking, you, you know, the dog's bollocks because yeah, don't that, don't yeah. be
1: surprised if, if if your captain matches you up yeah, against the you, hardest list on if, the other if
2: team. If you, if you go to the WTC and you're complaining <laughs> that your opponent's got free medium How, it says slow clap to you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right so we've talked a little bit about you know the difference between you know friendly games community building competitive play things like that mm-hmm. what about the hobby aspect i mean do you do you have an army where you're like this is my number one painted beautiful army um where you really put in a lot of time do you take a little and who did you buy that from? time and effort <laughs> or are you more along the lines of you know what there's this. There's this tournament coming. I can take three eighty eights. I need to get these three eighty eights done. So I, I
2: usually come up with like a fun idea first, okay. and then I'll make it. And then I'll make it work. So like with my with my Polish my Polish lancers, which is probably my famous most famous like like trope currently because it's what I've been using for the past year or two. Mm-hmm. It was I want lancers because lancers are cool, and that's literally the start of it. Lancers are cool because they get the flags and they charge stuff. Yeah.
1: And
3: then
2: you work around it. I mean, it's quite. And they, ha- and quite... they kill what they charge you. Exactly, exactly. The, my, my Soviets, um, the big B, uh, um, the B four Howitzers. You know, the really massive ones with the tracks yeah. on them. And there's that GIF of one firing, in I think in Berlin, and literally the entire just like, like the entire fucking like just road shakes. Yeah. And this, the the tracks you come s- off, and this, it's this absolute dust. Yeah, and I'm just like, and, that's yeah. cool. So I brought two cool. of them. Um, yeah, well, there you <laughs> go. You know, um, my 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 British army. I liked kangaroos, so I brought three kangaroos, and then I tried to make it work, and then decide that kangaroos really you struggle to make them work. So I added tanks.
0: Uh. Uh, we, we, we've had a player try and run those, and he came to the same conclusion. Too, like, that that again, Tuesday, they seem great. Yeah, but.
2: Tuesday nights at club, you'll see. Yeah. I will bring. I'll bring three. Commando squads, chuck each one in a kangaroo, and I'll just run at you, yeah. and it'll be so yeah. much fun. But you yeah. won't see that at a table because it's just, ugh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not. I, I normally work from like theme first, and then fudge it, make it work. Um, but I, I am, I, I do love my hobby. I'd never. No, mm-hmm. I, I really couldn't. I really couldn't pay someone else to build. And pay. I couldn't buy a third party army because it's not mine. Like I'm not the best painter in the room like I do I do well I think for my 20 years I've I've come a long way definitely not supposed to paint with my old space rooms anymore but you know they're they're mine and and I'm at a point where I'm also not I'm not really like so with like the gaming aspect I'm always chasing the high to be the best person in the room because you know but I'm not like that with painting because the the ceiling's too high if you look at like heavy metal painters and some of the stuff you see coming out of like Bot Action Facebook page and like uh, the Reddit I'm never going to hit that there's that's just actually no way I'm going to hit that, but yeah. I can make stuff look cool. That's yeah, like, an interesting point. The, the yeah. curve,
1: the curve to top the hobby painting mountain is significantly yeah. higher than it yeah. would be to get at the top of the tournament. Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: I think winning best painters were better than winning the tournament
1: per, yeah. as an
2: achievement. That's better. Well,
1: I mean it's it's interesting here where we're at the the best the best painters the best hobbyers. Um, there's an element of their professional lives that overlaps with the hobby typically yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. and and so they've got that or or just an amazing natural talent yeah and i think that's certainly more apparent or evident in in the hobby end of things than it would be in the competitive play aspect where you know if you want to get good at at bolt action listen to juggernauts listen to us to learn not what not to do (laughs) and and then just play a lot of games and run those tests do those iterations and Mm -hmm. and you don't even actually have to play to do that, typically. You can actually do that, you know, at work when it's slow. It's
2: a more obvious path to, to, to success, I would say. Yeah, it's more difficult yeah. to do.
1: Fury hammering, right?
3: Back yeah. Fancy yeah.
1: Days. So, I also think that um, that it's, it's a more, personally, a more enjoyable exercise. Well, maybe not as much with bolt action. Because the metal will shift pretty yeah. significantly sometimes. And so there's new... Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. new tests to d- d- that's run. That's the There's one thing I miss new. with
2: Bolt Action. That's the yeah. one thing I miss. I know everyone's yeah. like, oh, you don't have to buy a Codex every two years. But, but, and that, Don't get me wrong, that's good. No one wants to buy new Codex every two years. Mm-hmm. But... A, shi- a, a moving shifting gaming landscape is a healthy landscape, right? It is because you yeah. don't want the same thing to be broken today that was broken ten years ago,
1: right? Because you, you don't want it, the game of bolt action that you played today to be the same one that you ex- played three it, years ago.
2: Exactly, exactly. And currently, it is. It, it, it really is the same. Right. I could take the same list I won the GT with three years ago, and I could bring to, come to a tournament tomorrow and I could win again with it, really easily, right? And that's—it's yeah. not healthy. It's not healthy for the game.
0: Like, mm-hmm. and, and but and how much well, of that you know, is you, and how much of that is the list?
2: I mean, well, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not a good player. Like, right. I'd like to think think I've earned that for myself. But that—that that list is strong. It really is strong. That's why I took it to a GT, and that's it's still—and it's still strong. Like, that's yeah. definitely not changed. If anything, I might have gotten better with it. You know,
3: <laughs> right? And and,
2: and and things like that should yeah. be changing over time. They really should be. It's, Could I like, get a copy of that list? <laughs> just it's go already, back and it's listen already, it's already been shared about it's just two double howitzers all the snipers all the teams all the sh- yeah it's, it's just exactly just, what you'd
1: expect awful. yeah it's, yeah. A, it's
2: just a, it's just a soviet dice list, to be fair but when um, they could reach out yeah. and
1: touch you they could take order dice off easily that holds its order dice especially if you know how to play it. yeah it's I mean uh,
2: yeah, yeah yeah and it's just like things like like the, the, the British have never had another army book you know what I mean and like, right. like and warlord are currently doing this whole like army books only for like tournaments and stuff.
1: Well, hang on, let's well before we we dive too but we'll get to this <laughs> later on. Let's okay. let's 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 backtrack a little bit. Okay. Um, and we'll dive into this notion of all right, so we know kind of where you started a little bit of where yeah. you've been. How long have you actually been playing Bolt Action? About 8 years.
2: Okay. 8 years. Seven, so eight years. you
1: so you came in in first edition as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, V one, yeah, and then okay. I, I, and then I did a long, a long three or four, or five years of being awful, And <laughs> going to tournaments and not doing well at all, and then suddenly I managed to kind, of, it, I, it, it twigged, and I saw the matrix, and suddenly it all made sense how you, how to do how to manage your orders and stuff, and then suddenly I, I suddenly I started winning some tournaments, and then the rest is history. But I oh, love ball action. our oh, so first game, you know, despite me being bad at it, hooked, just okay. like take completely. Because Comple- before that like, I was just basically just you know forty k and ooh a bit of war machine ooh exciting and Barish completely set, completely different but at the same time really familiar like it's a really mm-hmm. good place to be. It never it looked is. that really. I
1: mean, you could really feel, you can really feel like, you can really feel how it reached back into into yeah. the Warhammer that Alessio had, had, had yeah. spent time,
2: especially when as I say I started in third edition, so it's there's mm-hmm. a there's a heavy bit of nostalgia in there as well. Yep. You know, yeah. back in the day, you'd have you. Here's my free space marine squads and my predator tank. Well, today it's here's my free marine squads and my Sherman. It's <laughs> it's very similar. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it is.
0: It's a, yeah, it's got. A, I like the similar structure across, no matter what yeah, army even, you have.
2: Even the the damage table. I'm pretty sure damage table is very almost copied in pieces from from ed forty k. You know, mm-hmm. so it's why basically a lot of people go go back to forty k. I'm like, I am playing forty k. I'm just playing forty k from a decade twenty years ago.
1: <laughs> right, I'm playing historical forty k. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: With with a really sweet uh, activation mechanic, yeah, yeah. that
0: is, uh, uh, yeah, that is one of the most unique and love it. Yeah. So we uh, were just before uh, we started recording, and uh, both you and I had done tournaments yesterday. What was what did what did you play yesterday?
2: So I played. It was one down in Bristol, uh, which was a twelve fifty point juggernaut format. So they they uh, it was run by one of our one of our local gamers, Dan Moody. Well, not local, but like uk local not leicester local um yeah he was running our format so um right up our alley to be fair it was just here's a juggle format tournament competitive event come and have fun and it was like yes this is, this is me and my, my wheelhouse <laughs> so happily took my, took my polish along i was like this is the first proper proper tournament post covid let's do it uh, it, was, it was back to back to back to basics loved it brilliant
1: okay. so you smashed face <laughs>
2: Well, you know, two wins. <laughs> like, that's it. They're, 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 I am defeatable. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Pat, how did you do real quickly?
0: Uh, I had two majors and a minor victory and came in fourth. Nice. Oh, good
1: lad. So, I missed the tournament. I had a mechanical issue, uh, which is oh. sorted now, but that's how it goes. So, uh.
0: Bad timing.
2: So yeah, you
1: yeah.
0: you'd mentioned uh, this juggernaut format. Now I know a lot of people are familiar with it. Um, I've I've looked over it. It's it's an interesting twist. But yeah, I want to know uh, what's the what's the backstory to that? What what uh, brought that up? It's Why made, made it's, that be it's a thing?
2: It starts so there's there's quite a, there's like three or four different sections to it. You got a set of, you've got a set of like just little house rules. You've got a new way of building your arm list, like a, like almost like a build your own theater selector, is mm-hmm. how I describe it. And then you got some special missions, and now you've got a list of units you can take. And it started as basic. The theater selector bit is the first bit that came around in our heads at club because there was a real din- like a real issue between the armies that had really good theater selectors and those that had bad ones. Cilo yeah. Heights, Cilo Heights. Yeah, Soviets. Half the Japanese ones. They're re- you got some really nice s- s- toys in there, and then yeah. you look at the Brits. It's like you can have one of on everything. Great. Thank you.
1: <laughs> you can't spam those really efficient choices. Well,
2: well no, no, I mean, not only that, but when you just have when it's when your army is one of everything, it tends to mean every army looks very similar unless you start going with more platoons.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And
2: and yeah, obviously ooh, yeah, you could just take fifteen plane pros. Well, yeah, but, but that's not. It, I mean, it's yeah. not
1: necessarily about the spam either. Sometimes you're trying to run some really interesting synergies, right? Yeah, so, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, So uh, that's where it started, and and the idea of you've got a set amount of, you've got like a second point scale that you can use to buy your slots. So that you, so like, it would, anyone who's just like not got those normal theatre selectors, like British or Germans, would go, oh, I could take take two mortars, oh my god, amazing, you know. So is it almost Uh, like a a
1: secondary um, composition allocation? Exactly, yeah,
2: whereas those Soviet players and Japanese players who are used to bringing free of everything suddenly find themselves actually getting reined in a bit. Okay. Um, and from there, well once you've already got a document, it's really easy to add some standardised missions. It's really easy to add a few house rules and then it just it just grows and grows. Um, so like like the missions, um, we've just got six tournament style missions in there and they're basically just copies out of the rule book really, but just standardized. Um mm-hmm. Because no one wants to run into top secret at tournament. It's just no, no. <laughs> no. Um, and it's just it's just stuff like it's just trying to make it's just trying to make, just trying to build your armies and play the game in such a way that who wins comes down to who's best, not who's come down to, not comes down to some janky mechanic, not oh I I I had three trucks and I was playing in development so I win, you know
1: like, right. like or no, yeah it's an attacker defender scenario and I lost the role it,
2: ex- exactly exactly and so yeah. like. And, like, like, and that's reflected throughout all of our missions, like they're all neutral. there's no attacker defender, they're all the same. Like, the, the actual platoon itself, everyone has the same access to the same slots. like no one's got more access to no one can going to take more tanks than anyone else, etc unless they've got a national rule for it. And then in our house rules, it's, it's, trying, to bring, it's trying to it's trying to um, take the ends of the spectrum and just bring them in a bit. So, like Tiger Fit, let's get rid of it because it's just janky and, and it's just it's just set up to upset people at the wrong time. Things like well, um,
0: now it just upsets the people that have it in their well,
2: own. Well, I mean, give, wait for a, wait wait until they fuck it again. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's only as good as its most recent. Yeah, pack? And, and and things like and things like MMG teams like we 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 do a house rule so that they give the pin in addition, regardless of if they hit or not. So suddenly, so. machine gun teams have a use. And guess what? Yesterday at, at the tournament. They were. Everyone has an MMG team, and they weren't bad choices. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just a. It's not actually that different from the main game, really. Once you're actually playing it, like it's it's all good. It's it's just, as I say, it's just standardizing your. It's just standardizing the army building rules in a way that I personally like. <laughs> it's nothing more or less than that, to be fair.
1: Well, I mean, it's I mean, that's kind of that's part of the reason why you do it, right? I mean, yeah, and there's. I mean, I, I personally do not favor um, comp packs or, yeah, or those yeah. kinds of things because, uh, because I want to go, you know, I want to go uh, to the East Coast or the West Coast at a tournament and make sh- and, in the end make sure that I'm playing the same yeah absolutely the same yeah. game out of the rulebook yeah, and that's that's completely acknowledging the issues that exist in the current yeah, edition yeah. and you know um, it, it, but. You know, yeah. I, I get it. I, I certainly yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't reduce it to like fan fiction or anything like that. <laughs> well, I like, think, yeah, you know, yeah. it, it works. There's, there's enough of that out there. <laughs> clearly, it, it clearly it works. So well, you know, we, kudos. We
2: like like all house pack, but like all house rules. Mm-hmm. It's like house rules are, are are like having a penis. It's great to enjoy them, but no yeah. one wants to hear about yours, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you're in a
1: somewhat unique position because yours is the only one. For the moment, sure. But I when mean, we what, were yeah. running through late, late Warhammer Fantasy, which is kind of where we came from. There were comp packs yeah, all yeah. over the place, so yeah, there were bigger issues with that. Yeah. And, and, and we,
2: and we don't even try and like expand jazz as like the be all and end all. It's not even. It's it's just this is what we like to do at our club, and yeah. therefore when we run out of this is what we'll do. We're not in any way trying to say it's better than anyone else's or anyway. It's just it is what it is, and and we'd never go to a tournament going. Oh well, make sure we pay our pack, or we're not going. It's just right, exactly. Rough. I mean, we have done time, We have seen times where people have tried to come up with their own packs and made a mess of it. And we've kind of gone, look, do you just want to use ours, <laughs> not not out of any sort of kind of like well, we're trying to spread the brand or anything stupid right. like that. More of just trying to look if you just want an easy way to have a tournament with a few right. house rules it's and really round off some of these point. edges, yeah, exactly. And that's ultimately what um, Mr. Dan Moody, the CEO, yesterday did. He just went, went, well, that's that's off the that's off the shelf, done. And I say it's got it's got you freeze different sections, so if you just want the missions, just take them. If you or if you just like the fact that it has a nice list of what additional units from the theater books you can take, there you go. Like it's it's there for the community really. Be do what you want with it.
0: <laughs> you know. Yep. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah I, I did I did something yeah. very similar with the you know, I posted in our Discord. All the little, you know, this is a standard reinforced platoon. You can take yeah. it from this theater book, this theater book, and and honestly, it was nothing more than a couple of evenings worth of work yeah, to go through yeah. and do it. And it's just, it's just I, doing. I it's think just doing the. Work I shouldn't through. have yeah. had to do that. I think I think maybe someone else should have had to do that for yeah. a, you know, that's maybe being paid to do it. that not <laughs> We've we've uh, had <laughs> that we've had that conversation, yeah, because
2: uh, that list yeah. that list it took us a few night, a few evenings of work. It's like yeah, it's great, and we've done it now, and it's now there for everyone. But that's not really our job, and and it's not and it's not for us to tell anyone else how they should be playing their game either. That's that's for Warlord to do. But yeah, it is what it is.
1: And and that's kind of I think that's a little bit of the impetus of of the effort that you put in. It's like nudge, nudge. <laughs> you know, we're all kind of trying to nudge Warlord a little bit. You yeah, know, and not necessarily in a direction that would benefit us particularly, <laughs> well, but right. would benefit benefit the community, the people yeah. that listen to our podcasts, and yeah. You know, so we'll
2: have well, to... ultimately, like when you're in your local events and you're in your local club, and when we're in our local club, we're just going to play what we want anyway because we're just going <laughs> to do what we want. If we don't like a rule, we'll change it. Well, it's it's that it's as you was referenced earlier east west east coast west coast. It's it's the the rule book is the central language. It's the one thing we all have in common, right? No matter where yeah. you are in the world, that rule book is all you've got. Mm-hmm. So the rule the rules in that rule book, best be tight because when people go, oh, well, that's not how we play. Oh, well, that doesn't feel right. Doesn't matter. This is the one language we have. You know what I mean? So you, it's it's up to it's up to the warlord to to be clear and concise, and and I guess the community have to pick up the pieces when if there's ever areas where it doesn't flow as well as we
3: want. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I I had that in my one of my games yesterday. Is the, the players like you know we did this? and He's like, oh, well we we have never played it that way. I'm like, well, that's what it says in the rule yeah, book. So it, that's just, that's just, uh, that's how we're playing it. Just
2: a few a few weeks ago, one. Um, well, someone from America came over to where was over in the UK and he was like, Oh, two, let's have a game while I'm in the air. I was like, well, I'm always up for playing ball action. Come on down. And, uh, he pointed out the wording on, I think it's the immobilized results on the, uh, on the damage table. Mm-hmm. And he said how it does, it doesn't say take your dice out the bag and set it to down. When you hit take immobilized, it just says flip your dice to down. So he was saying, well, if you don't have a dice against you, you don't go down. And I was like, huh?
1: <laughs> that's, that's not how we play it. but as yeah,
2: well. I, I say, we've not we not changed how we play it. Don't get me wrong, but it was just it was just interesting. Just like, like like that's a totally different and yet still completely valid point of view. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. I, I love stuff like that. I love the mixing of like good, like the differences that play. It, it, it's great. It just reminds us like we're all human, aren't we? And everyone reads something a bit differently. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's good. <laughs> yeah, Maybe I them. gotta look that up.
3: Another thing. <laughs>
1: You know, in our in our prep for WTC before um, before COVID came through, we were really reading the rule book. Um, in particular, we were we were digesting where the sniper and you allocate those hits, and then how mm-hmm. unit coherency has mm-hmm. to. You have to go back because if you can, um, and again, it it all comes down to how is that really worded and what does it really mean? Because you know, if you have to, yeah, if you have to get back into unit coherency as soon as possible, yeah. does that mean that you can force that you can force someone to yeah. do an assault move or something like that. Yeah, so, we
0: we had the question of is that as soon as possible. I mean, the next dice you get drawn, you have to do that then. It's right? Like, Does that oh, yeah. mean oh, that the next
1: activation for that the, the, unit or the absolute the, next? The, di- it's the, just yeah.
2: this sort of thing always gets us as the Juggernauts into trouble mm-hmm. because we we if we see something like is a bit weird, we'll point it out and say mm-hmm. that's a bit weird. What do you think? And usually what we'll get in response is, are oh, you cheesy power gamer, whackers, because <laughs> you're pointing out. And even though we're not necessarily doing it, <laughs> but we're just saying it's a thing. So the classic one was before it was FAQed, was we pointed out that spotters can score. There's nothing yeah. that said spotters yeah. couldn't score. Yeah. And that's not us saying, you should. everyone should take a spot, chuck it on an objective and then laugh. No, it's just saying you might want to FAQ that. because it's, Exactly. It's, and guess what? It's now been FAQed, which is exactly mm. what we want. And another one I got, I, got, so, uh, I think you would have seen this in the WTC chat a few years ago like, asking rules clarifications. And what I was asking for is, if you put your unit along the board edge, so that your model's within one inch of the board edge, that means opponents can't come on from reserve, because Correct. they can't move within each the model. Correct. Or were you allowing that? Now, that's not me saying, shall I do the, the crude effect from 40k, bring 500 Soviets, line up along your reserve rolls at the edges, and go, ha-ha, you can't come on, I win. Well, right. But, having the conversation, asking the question, triggers... The tos and the so, and the community <laughs> leaders to go. Actually, what is the answer? And that sort that's, of feels uh, good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's, um, that was an interesting conversation because that was I had just joined the captains. Yeah, and that was the first one because and there was even pictures because what had happened in the WTC previous Exa- exactly. Yeah, the previous year, and I I'm, I'm completely familiar with that tactic because that yeah. was kind of an old fantasy battle,
3: and
2: it comes back to different different communities and different yeah. gaming groups because you could be in a gaming group where that's po- totally legit. Which I am, to be fair. We're weird, like whatever. Yeah, sure. Well that's it's
1: it's in the rule uh, book. That's how it's it, exactly. But yeah. other
2: communities would quite rightly go, Yeah, that's a bit it's a bit gamey though, isn't it? And
1: they're totally uh, oh, it and is. yeah, it is a
2: bit gamey. Yeah. 100% and,
1: gamey. But
2: but if you're if you're managing a world team tournament where you've got people from all over the world coming for it, it's probably best to have a ruling one way or another,
1: regardless of whether you think it's right or not.
2: Right. Yeah, hundred percent. It's that's <laughs> so, and and, and, and yeah. rightly
1: you brought it up and it was discussed. I don't yeah. think well the well that's for another discussion. And yeah, event, right. yeah. yeah, we, 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 we could go really, down that rabbit hole does, and spend yeah, the, three hours the, the, on the it very easily.
2: It, yeah, the point is it doesn't matter what the ruling is. The point is, is that it's brought up and that well, someone's looking into it. And that, uh, you, and that yeah. you going
0: into it know how it's going to be played it, at exactly, that tournament. And exactly. that's the most important part.
2: Absolutely. So we'll always, me, me and my club, we'll always throw ourselves under that bus because, you know, someone's got to. And it might as well be right. us because we've already got the reputation,
1: so why and, not? <laughs> And it's it's it just comes along when when you've played the rules and iterated on them as much as you have, you start to pick up well, all of the little nuances, and then exactly. and then you pu- you put pressure on those things. Yeah. And again, it's just it comes with with exploring the rule set, and obviously, if you play a great deal, you can explore a lot more. Well, Everyone, yeah. given enough time would go through the exact same path it just happens that maybe maybe the juggernauts or even us when we're playing a lot we accelerate that pace because we're playing every week or something yeah. like that yeah, so yeah. yeah there's I nothing mean, wrong with that well,
2: well so. V2 is 5 years old now like that oh def- my God, after, I mean. after a while the book, you, the crack show don't they you know yeah you, they do that, and that's just that's just natural that's just life. 32 page you know, so FAQ,
1: what <laughs> Shh, <laughs> shh. <laughs> <laughs> all right so so coming coming from you know first edition and and running currently through second edition and and all of the play that you've done how many armies are you well let's let's do this it's two different questions how many armies have you played and collected and how many do you still have Uh, and is that number the same no I've
2: sold one of them Okay. okay so in total I've had three German armies I've sold I've sold the first one the very first box I got the very first box
1: the blitzkrieg box
2: the blitzkrieg box i sold that in the end because okay. i it's, that was the that was the army i bought and built and then learned how to play with and then immediately so, went. i made so many mistakes this is all useless to me <laughs> and it's just
1: easier kind of sometimes to move on exa- from that exactly i think th-
2: Warlord released the new it was back when they released the new plastic grenadiers kit so I'm, I'm, really like, nice. before, before i just done all the old blitzkrieg models so i was like i want those new models they're way better so i just kind of went right let's just it all and it's, it's fun actually because i sold it to one of the guys at club i saw it to pete so i get to see them every other week so oh
1: that's nice yeah that's
2: nice yeah so beyond i've got and i've now got uh that late war german army i've also got uh an africa corps german army mm-hmm. i've got a soviet army i've got a british army and i've got a polish army and all these armies are actually really big actually because some people stop at a thousand points and just go there's my list yeah. whereas i like to build up options so each of these mm-hmm. armies is probably around two thousand three hundred thousand points depending okay. depending what you know what you count for stuff as what. But you you, give it, you started
1: kind of with with an initial list, an initial build. Yeah. And then you added to it. You didn't. Yeah. You didn't complete a build and list and then start a second Soviet. No, list. no. Okay. It,
2: it's a lot. It's a lot. It'll it be it'll be like I'll start with two or three boxes and it'll be going to down towards a specific path. I'll mm-hmm. think this is what I want it to look like. But then as I'm building it, as I'm playing it, I'll, you'll inevitably find you know you'll find different things you like to look of and then oh I'm going to a tournament oh that's a good option for this specific event and they just kind of grow naturally like that so like my German, my, my two German armies one of the projects I want to do is I want to merge them to one at one point because I've got so much stuff Mm-hmm. in two different colour schemes it drives me up the wall because suddenly I'm like I want to take that but it's brown and I want it to be green oh yeah i ah! will okay. have to buy another one just so, like exactly that exa- exactly so it's economical for this to just strip everything and just start again
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I might have a fourth German army in the future we'll see <laughs> alright yeah, yeah. well I guess that answers what you are you currently working on that or is there something else that you have I mean don't not, not cur- don't tip not anything currently. for your WTC no. if, it, if that's there but no so
2: I was I was work. I had started on um, building like a like a Bren carrier army for my Brits. So I was going. I I brought like ten universal carriers, like ten so like them. a mobile infantry list. Ex- exactly, and it was gonna it was gonna have mortar carriers. It was gonna have the the. the, the it was gonna have like uh, infantry in them. It was gonna have wasps. It was gonna be the whole shebang. I was literally just deployed ten. Well, was like, it was good. Just because I think it would look cool. That would
1: that would look cool.
2: Yeah, like I'll work out how to make it broken later, but I just wanted to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but like but then Warlord came out with their gold standard and 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 since, I don't know what it's like in your neck at the woods, but here I've not seen a, a tank uh, a tank platoon allowed in a tournament for about two years now. So that's just been killed because I don't want to build an army that I can't use a tournament. Yeah, so, we
0: don't. We don't see. We yeah. used to have one turn we went to that allowed a tank platoon, but then uh, somebody else took it over and, yeah. and threw that so part that, out. That, that,
2: that's kind of that's kind of on the on the back burner. Um, mm. and, and to be fair, I'm getting I'm really into my Sigmar at the minute, which is taking up all my time. Sure. Which sucks for a bolt action podcast, but you know, it, I, I, as, yeah. as, as with most hobbyists, I've got five or six projects on the go. Yeah, it's, it's, o- it's you know? okay to play
0: other games and stuff, just because <laughs> you have a podcast about one specific one.
3: Yeah, yeah, you're, you're yeah. allowed
0: to do more. Yeah,
2: I, I keep threatening that we'll do we'll we'll, we'll rebrand the Juggernaut to so Juggernaut Wargaming and start chucking in other podcasts in there. But I'm pretty sure that's how podcasts die. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. So then, of your of your bolt action lists, which is your which is a current favorite one that you, or do you, or is it just, um, um, this is what I'm working on. For the it's like, it's like night. picking between your kids in it. Yeah, it is.
2: Like, a little they, bit. They're, all, they're all, I like different ones for different reasons. Um, I like my, I like my poles just because I liked it. I liked Lord of the Rings. I like doing the charge of the rohing, uh, uh, yeah. Pell in the fields, and just blowing the horn and then they all run across the table. It's,
1: it's, <laughs> it's know? a great scene. I mean, they'll yeah. come across my feet every once in a while and I have to stop and watch it. So. E-
2: exa- exactly. So that's like, that's like the um, okay. But my Brits, I, I, the Sherman's a damn good tank. That looks cool. So I've got a lot of them. And I like, you know, and being being Brit English myself, let's be a bit nationalistic and be okay. like, yeah, go Britain. And then Germans, who doesn't like a good tank, you know, who doesn't like a good a good bit of stupid paper, oh, yeah, uh, um, good paper kit. Panzer, yeah. good kit <laughs> and, and then the Soviets, like everyone likes the, like I know it's not historical. Oh yeah, it didn't happen. But who doesn't like the enemy at the gates when they're handing one rifle out and then one ammo out to the guy behind? And you know, all of all of that stuff and, and you know I like I I played Red Alert as a kid. Like okay. hence hence the game okay. 2 from the podcast. It's all it's all in there as like the, the cultural zeitgeist of the Soviets. And, and that's all cool. Think, <laughs> I, I think
1: Bolt action does a good job with that too, because yeah. it, it does kind of skew towards the Hollywood band yeah. of brothers saving private Ryan. From an American standpoint at least. Yeah. So yeah, I mean yeah. And there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it. I guess I think for the community on itself we don't have too many at least not on our end. Like aggressive rivet counters where they're like that's not the right thing. Yeah, they're they're, of they're, green they're, or anything they're
2: like a lot that. rarer than the internet would have you believe. Right. To, I mean maybe, I think yeah. I
1: think in forty K there's quite a bit well, at least in my, oh, you, in my you, you, going through like, well that's <laughs> so that's the wrong number of, of of infantry in that Nurgle squad because Nurgle's favorite number is whatever the hell. It you you try playing
2: Horus Horus so. Heresy is a historical game Oh, the thirty k. Oh my god! Put, <laughs> you put your Imperial fist in the wrong Mark armor. I dare you, and they'll come uh, down and yeah, you're like,
1: a son of like a Mark 2 or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> yeah, so.
2: and, and 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 we're I'm I very much like that. It's Hollywood. For, I like that it's Hollywood ball action. It's yeah. Hollywood World War II because I'm a fan of history, but I, that's not how I want to consume my history. If that makes yeah. sense, I just yeah. want to have fun. Like, right i want, I to, want, to, want to lean into this yeah i to nice lean that. into the tropes it is more fun yeah
1: like, and and it, it's some of that some of the real history isn't a lot of fun so.
2: Ex- exactly like like with melancers my, my i will put down five squads and we'll go well that's not historical it's like, i know i'm not an idiot <laughs> but it looks cool so i'm doing it and, mm. <laughs> and that's where the conversation ends really you know it's like and, and if if people do get that history from that and that's what they enjoy i mean that's amazing like you know when like people put together display boards and they've printed Mm. out the order of battle and they've done the research and every single figure's named Mm. and that is a historical connection. That's amazing! But that's not for me. I'm not that person. It's like,
1: (laughs) it's, um, Baltic is like gateway history.
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I I did that a couple of times and I got, you know, I'm like, well here, check this out and my opponent's like, I came here to play Nat Reed I'm like, oh well, okay, well thanks then. I I, I mean, I'm not that person. I have a Reed. But
2: it's just like, um, yeah, it's just different, different, different ways of, of of experiencing the same, you know, the same thing. Really, it's all, yep. we're all we're all here for the same same reason. You just, everyone likes the different aspects, isn't it?
0: And, which is nice because you yeah. really get you get a, a good mix of players who uh, are very good hobbyists and like you know will research the history and say, well, you know, I've named all my guys based off of this. And I'm like, whoa, okay, that's pretty in depth. And then you yeah. know, then he gets to play a game because he gets to tell you about everything that he's learned, and you're like. Okay, this is fun.
2: They're the best people to sit with on your lunch break at a tournament. Yeah, because you you, go. you will learn something new, and it'll be damn interesting. <laughs> Just like, do, do, "You're you're quite smart, aren't you? Do you want to come get a sandwich?" <laughs> Let's have a chat. Is that why I always
1: sit alone for lunch? No, you don't sit alone for lunch. Okay. Or at least that's not the reason why. Oh, there you go. Even better. All right. So then, among among all the different. Um, Lists or armies that you've collected. So, for what do you do? You feel like you have a particular, and now we're getting into the competitive bit. Okay, a, a play okay. style, a play <laughs> style that you favor, that you're better at, that you feel is even even more effective across I'm very, a standard I'm ve- tournament.
2: I'm very aggressive. Okay, I'm, very, I'm aggressive with all, with all game styles. My uh, well, here let me let me <laughs> put
1: you this question: How many times have you used the ambush order dice? Mm, I mean, there's an there's uh,
2: the ambush order. There is no, there isn't indeed an ambush order. Like, yes, I'm not, yes. I'm not an idiot. Time and a place, you know. Right. But okay. Like, <laughs> basically, like my, my play style is kind of like a kitchen sink. Like I'll give someone six problems and they've only got three solutions. There you go. Uh, so, and, and a lot of the time is yeah, an ambush does come into it because okay. I know they need to get to me. I'm going to put myself on ambush and there's a unit there ready to charge you. What are you going to do? Yeah, you um, ask
1: them to sacrifice something. At ex-
2: point, exactly. So. And, and my friends, my friends say they they call it doing a toef which is just, it's basically Leroy Jenkins, basically from Warcraft and just running headlong mm-hmm. into something because that's, it's fun. <laughs> and like, I'd, I, I'd rather yeah, lose in style.
1: <laughs> and, and then you, you actually can learn something as yeah. well. Let's yeah. see, let's see how this turns out.
2: Exa- exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So I'd,
1: I think that leads right
0: into the, the one that I really want to ask is, so that's your play style. What's, what's the regional meta around? Well,
1: and, the, and the, how many regions there? do you feel there are? Um, it's kind, it's kind
2: of like, it's like, there's no, there's no, it's very hard to be distinct because you've got like our very local, local, like our club, then River. you've got Leicester, like in England, and then you've got the Midlands, and then you've got England, and then you've got the whole UK, and then right. you've got Europe, and it kind of, one will blend into the other. And it can change, it's, you know, because again, when you, when, is quite a small community, like, mm-hmm. at least compared to like 40k, so you see like the same 20, 30, 40 people all the time going okay. to the same events. But then, within those forty people, you might have ten of them who are, you know, power gamers like me. You'd have ten of them who are just casual. You'd have ten of them who are really historical. Which means it's it's hard to have a defined meta because when everyone's coming at it from so different angles, they're not they're not building lists in the same way by design. Because you'd have people who are building stuff because, which they know isn't the meta choice, but they don't care because it's historical. So it's really, I mean, I can tell you know, cheap MMG tanks. Are, Oh, you see them and paratroopers you see a mm-hmm. lot of them as well but the reason you see a lot of paratroopers is because the starter box is a really good deal you get a whole army for 50 quid <laughs> and, it's, and
1: yeah. that's kind of an interesting an interesting point because sometimes the meta can be driven by an economic uh, opportunity or um, a tournament pack you know or something yeah. along those lines yeah so. the,
2: the, the meta is driven far more by what the pack says you can take more than what people want to take if that makes sense if people like if 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 you say you can take a tank platoon this guess what you're gonna see more tanks because people go oh i can actually bring my tanks to this one Mm -hmm. um if you come to a juggle format event you're going to see more heavy cats why because we've given a discount to german tigers and suddenly everyone goes oh i can finally bring my tank um you know if you if you're going to a taunt which is single generic reinforced platoon you're going to see more veteran infantry why because everyone's already got you know so you've only got one of each slot and you've only got five infantry slots You've got to make a thousand points, so you might as well make your infantry veteran because you got the points for it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so and yeah. and it's more it's more along those lines. So it's really hard to say. Here's what we do, but if you said in this situation, what do you think you would see? I could probably tell you that. No, it's not great for a podcast because that that's, a, that's an episode in itself.
3: But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that, that's uh, certainly I, I will is.
2: say I will say that players tend to be quite self limiting at least in, in England like things like you know like ooh, the, the, the boogeyman Maori Gurkhas ah! you know I've seen them once in my entire gaming career someone take Maori Gurkhas and they was at the WTC so as far as I'm concerned they don't exist like mm. it's a boogeyman you know there's a lot of things where just because people can do them and we'll even talk about it on the podcast because we'll think this is an interesting thing and it's fun like, the classic, oh, I'm going to bring three naval observers. You know, it's technically possible, yeah. but blitz, in reality, blitz, blitz. and I know someone in, in the US has done it, but again, I know of one person in the entire world who's done it.
1: Like, I don't think we've <laughs> seen that yet. Not I, that
2: particular. No. I haven't even yeah. seen
0: a naval observer on the table yet. Oh, that, I've played against
2: one of them. Yeah, I see that a lot. But when people start taking multiple of them, like, the numbers say one thing, which is, yeah, it's absolutely horrendous. But the reality is, people don't want to do it because it's not a fun game you know? it's, right. just, it's as simple as that you know like like, like I, you know my reputation you know you're power game Oh, let's, let's try and take every advantage you can get to win Yeah, great. I don't want to take Maori Gurkhas I don't want to go to a tournament and have every single person go we've well, done that for that's oh, stupid and I'll be like yeah
1: it, <laughs> in know? the end it it's, ends yeah. up not being that interesting
2: exactly exactly mm. so it's it, it, like, especially for like people who don't go to tournaments it's not don't listen to the internet don't even listen to us because the reality of what you actually see compared to, like, the potential, they're two worlds apart, you know. Mm-hmm. And someone's yeah, my experience, is generally the player rather than the list.
1: Yeah, and it goes back to paying attention to, to where you're at and yeah. what your intention is. I mean, um, you know, the, the tactic of deploying a unit on the end of the board to prevent reserves or reinforcements from coming in, um, perfectly viable as far as I'm concerned, something I've and not surprised by it or wouldn't expect at a WTC level mm. tournament, but at the club or even a normal tournament, yeah, no one's really going to pull that out.
2: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And like, like most people, you, you, you give an inch, you know, like because you because yeah. people aren't the vast majority of people are nice, reasonable people. You know what I mean? Like, you don't get far enough if you're just being an absolute arsehole to everyone. So, if someone's accidentally deployed their gun wrong and they, and you knew what they were trying to do. But they make a mess. You just go, yeah, quickly. Just there you go. There's an extra two degrees yeah. rotation. Now do it yeah, because because yeah. you, you just if you win and your if you win your event because someone made a small event slow clap to you, mate. Because that's not that's not what you want unless it's like unless it you, yeah, top table WCC, in which case fuck you. But it's a <laughs> it's a different it's a different thing. Well, but
1: but but I mean, you know, top table at the WTC is maybe something that you see almost never. Right. Uh, Most people won't even get to the WTC, but there's always going to be another tournament that you can go to and and give it a shot. And so in that in that moment, when you're facing off against this guy or gal who you might not even ever play again, you've got that one opportunity to make the impression and make the community a little bit better. And so then it's it's you know, it's that balance of scales. Which which choice do you make? And I think by and large, all of us are are making the choice that's going to be better for the community. So.
2: You, you, I'll, I'll definitely hope so, and I'd be, yeah. you know, and 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 everyone has bad games as well, and everyone has games where it's just like oh, darn, sure. dice and stuff. But that I feel that like that's not a reflection overall, of right. you know, because people are human, and war gamers, though they're, they're a strange bunch, are still human, you know, yeah. and and everyone <laughs> everyone just wants to come and roll dice and have fun, you know. Winning's great, but ultimately, even the most die-hard tournament, we're going to have fun. That, that's the you know. That's the be-all and end-all of it, because if it wasn't fun, you wouldn't do it.
1: No. Like, even and if so, I was and part world- of if it I, is having yeah, fun.
2: If I was a world-class footballer, I still will not play football, because it's boring. <laughs> it's, <Yeah>. You know?
0: <laughs> and, and by football, you mean soccer, right?
2: Oh, yeah. The, well, I'm not, I, I don't care <laughs> enough about football to give you have the proper argument that I'm sure you need to well, have. Well, they, so they just,
0: just had a game this morning in London, an American football
2: game. I mean, it's getting more popular over here. yeah i I don't get it can you can we just have an international discussion so we can have different names and just be over done with it but whatever nothing to do with me i don't care i don't care i'm not a sporty person didn't you you know if you could tell
0: (laughs) (laughs) how how many sportsmanship awards have you won (laughs) actually i've won a fair i've won a fair few (laughs) really (laughs) surprisingly yeah yeah, i've got a few i've won i've won one yeah i've
2: got a few it's 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 an interesting though because like uh, I, I always I'm, I, they can be varied depending on how they're ranked, isn't it? Because I hate when you've got to vote for your, like when you got to like score people yeah. because yeah. It, you tend because people are nice you tend to go yeah five stars five stars five stars and then so the doesn't of the day, got, delineate like, anything. No, yeah, it's and it's and it's an interesting one because I always find we do, like my tournaments we don't we don't rate sportsmanship. We might mm. give a prize out if we've heard of one particularly good you know thing that's happened. But our, from my standpoint, is everyone should be five star sportsmanship all the time, and the vast majority of people are. Oh, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's like it's, just don't be a dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> just don't be a dick. We, we do, um,
1: we do favorite opponent, and so yeah. Um, and I mean, you find that the same people win it because yeah. they're they're great to play with. Yeah. So.
0: That's the same three people, and I. I... Look forward to playing any one of those three people. You do, any time. you do, you do tend yeah. to find the people
2: in your local. There is like, I want to play you. I like yeah. playing you. You know, and that's that's always nice. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it is. So, all right. So, so what's next? So, we've gone a little bit, kind of, into the meta and how it is, and maybe you, another point that you raised that I hadn't actually considered. Perhaps the community isn't big enough to actually have, like. Define, definably different yeah. metas in regions um, and things like that.
2: Dave Nolan, who runs the WCC put it very well to me once in a bar, very late one night when he was very drunk on whiskey. So I'm, he came like some quite poignant for the amount of whiskey you drink, and it was that us is like the juggernauts. I'm assuming quite quite the same for you guys as snafu. We're big fish in a small pond. Right, mm-hmm. like, and we can we can go on and oh yeah, we're our podcast, we're great. We go to to win, blah 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 blah. But when it's only 40 50 people throughout the country go to the same events over and over and over, it is a small pond, and it's it wouldn't take it would only take one gaming group to suddenly start playing ball Action get good to knock us off the throne or whatever right. stupid oh, terms you want to be. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's both big because there's like twenty thousand people in the Bolt Action Facebook group. It's both mm-hmm. big and small at the same time. Like it's there's not and yeah there's. Not as many people as you'd think, the grand scheme of things.
1: Yeah, nice. Okay, all right. So, what do we got? What do, you, what do we got up next? Oh, we've got the the classic generic reinforced platoon versus theaters <laughs>
3: uh, This is this is
1: not
0: gold standard generic reinforced platoon. Let's let's say the silver or lower.
2: Okay, what's, so what's silver below? Is that just...
0: So, so silver basically is uh, whatever the TO wants to do. As to, The gold is the army, uh, armies of. Okay. So okay. You, in the generic reinforced platoon selector, you can include all those ones that say they're allowed from campaign books. I, and I, silver
2: I, I've specifically written some notes here, and I specifically put, and I can read this right to so you, single general reinforced platoon can die in a fire. <laughs> um, I feel that, that sums my opinions up perfectly. I think I've already kind of said it, really. I just don't like because every army ends up looking the same. Because yep. you always have three or four veteran squads, one of each team, and a
0: tank. That's and especially if you are doing a, if you are only allowing a single.
2: E- exactly reinforced. double double reinforced platoon. Fa- that's fine. That's great because you can take your two platoons and you c- you can invest where you want to put your points because you've you got can more slots. Exactly, you've got more slots than you can never use, and it's not and I, and, and I and I get the people who say gem, generic reinforced platoon is probably more balanced. And you know what? It probably it probably is a little bit more balanced, but it's 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 not as fun. And I'd rather sacrifice balance for fun in that in that aspect. Cause I want well, to see different lists, you know,
1: if let's say if, if you, if you run an attorney, um, juggernaut composition mm. pack aside, and you're allowing to, uh, generic reinforced platoons in the selection, mm. um, you could, you could create scenarios that would balance that then. Couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: think things like kill points is always a classic one for if people want to bring 20 dice. Good for you. Compete on kill points, you know, and, 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 and stuff like that. And, um, there's ways there's ways around doing it. and just vetting lists is another way of doing it give people the options say don't you know don't take the mickey and then as lists come in if you see someone who's you know taken the mickey especially if it's not that sort of event just say to them look it's obvious what you're trying to do can we not and i think that's much better i mean i, I really flip-flop on this a lot like i probably ser- shared different opinions on this a lot of time i'm just it's just it's a difficult one because mm it's different for everyone. It's different per army as well. Like the difference, a single platoon Soviet army is different to a single platoon Je- Great Britain army, especially if the British army's army book only. I know you said like silver rather than gold, but depending what format you're running changes the game wildly, but just yep. simply based on what options are open. Um, it's like the, the army book of Britain, the army book alone, single platoon is actually really bad. There's not a lot actually in there. You have one of each of the main teams and a few tanks and a couple of infantry options, and, and for the most part, they're all kind of a bit, much of you know, really, and you mm-hmm. compare that to like the Soviets, and then you can take three tank guys per slot, you've got tanks. tanks at every points level, you've got infantry at every point level, you can literally do whatever you want, and I, and I, I think that's kind of how it, it I, I really struggle to marry them up, because if you give, if you just set here's the law, and here's what we're doing, and everyone has to abide by this law, it will affect armies differently, based on the fact that the armies themselves are quite different, yeah. Um, so it's it's. A, I know that's not really an answer, but it's the one I'm going with. So. <laughs> well, I, and it, I
1: mean, because it's. I don't know that there is an answer per yeah. se. It's just a discussion, kind of an ongoing discussion. Yeah. That we have within the community, and, and
0: someone just happened to push record,
1: and you know, someone else. To listen <laughs> well, to yeah, and, but it, but it's a but it's a good discussion because sometimes, kind of uh, over here, the default or the way that we've kind of gotten around it is that there are multiple tournaments that all have different kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah the formats and so sometimes there's theaters that are allowed the, yeah you know that kind we, of thing we've so. definitely
2: skipped tournaments before where we've not liked the way the pack's gone and that's not to say that those port tournaments are bad or invalid or anything like that it's just it's not to our taste so, so we'll did. skip it and we'll go to the next one there's enough tournaments and stuff around and, and 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 also the the classic ones well build it and they will come if you don't like the way things are being done you put your own event on and, and get people to come exactly. you know that way um as i say it's, it's just i i tend to find the pursuit of the pursuit of balance can sometimes lose something along the way, yeah. You know, and, and I think the re, genetic reinforcement platoon—if not—if you do—if you get it down to a single reinforcement platoon, armbook only—I'm going when Patrick said no, but I'm sorry. I think you do lose something, <laughs> personally.
3: Okay,
0: all right. So I think uh, I think we have gotten a sense of how you approach competitive play, uh, and, uh, did, and how how more do you direct that in preparing for a tournament? You mentioned. Tournament is, of course, different than club night, Yeah. Um, but is is there a different preparation between list design or just how you play and how you approach?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just practice, practice, practice.
0: Like, especially when you're building up for it, when you're
2: practicing for a tournament, you know, I've got a tournament two weeks, I'm going to build my list up. If you've got two or three list ideas, then there's your time to, you know, to test that. I know I say club night, but you also say to your opponent look i've got a tournament in two weeks is it okay if i practice this because generally we're all going together anyway so sure you know that's that's an easy conversation to have but that's your time to you know try your lists generate new ideas and importantly make mistakes because if you fuck up in the first half an hour you can go yeah i fucked up can we reset and you can do that at club night can't do that at tournament (laughs) yes um and, and read the rules it sounds so obvious and so and almost almost um it, 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 it's kind of like quite a rude thing to just read the rules but if you understand the rules you're giving yourself the best chance so that on the day you're less likely to get caught out.
0: If um, you read the rules and reread the rules and then read the rules you just read you're going to understand them a lot more exactly, and that ta- can make a big difference when it comes down ex- to it. Exactly.
2: The guy um, tournament yesterday a guy lost a big 10 man Falsham Yaga unit because uh, um, from a charge from a Lancer unit in one fell swoop because he didn't he missed Misunderstood the uh, charging rules, and like it's such an easy thing to get mixed up, especially the charging rules. They're not exactly presented particularly well. You've got oh you got you've got the you've got the close quarters assault rules, and then you've got the terrain rules, and then you've got the FAQ. That's three separate sections, and so they all interact with each other in mysterious ways. Yeah. And like you, as an especially a new player, you've somehow got to work all of this out. It's absolutely awful. And and some to be fair, sometimes sadly, the, the, the Sometimes the best ways we'll learn is to get caught out because you won't make the same mistake again. Right. um so yeah playing those games making those mistakes and le- and then reading up on how those mistakes happened and what to do next time um that's really important and, and also it's another thing basic math skills really help like math hammer i know mm-hmm. like i know a lot of people go oh you can't rely on math cause it's a game blah, blah. and and in general they're right like you know it's bar action bar action happens you're gonna roll a six at the worst time <laughs> But yep. at the same time, <laughs> base, basic maths, if you've got a hit on a veteran unit, you have a third of a, third of a chance to kill them. So on average, to kill a vet, you need three hits. Yep. So if you have five vets, on average, you need 15 hits, mm-hmm. which means if you're hitting on sixes, one in thirty-six chance, suddenly hit, you should now work out the amount of hits you need to kill that vet unit, which means... Uh, and it helps you can the target use, selection. Exactly. I mean. So then I see this every time veteran unit in hardcover down on an objective and you have people who will sit there and try and shoot them all day long. It's like when you're hitting on sevens you've got a one in thirty six chance of hitting. So if you're firing thirty six shots you've got one you've got a chance of one hit. Which you know, times that by three to kill a vet, you need to be firing a hundred shots before you statistically like to kill one man. Like that's, that's, you need to think of something else. Or a flamer or something. Ex- exact, yeah. Exactly. exactly, right. exactly. You need to you need to work out over the other options <laughs> well and, and,
1: and so but that's why math hammer is actually helpful because it's it like is help, yeah, yeah. I, i'm not going to be able to do anything or shift that at all with rifles what else should i put into my list to exactly account for that yeah, that, scenario? That, that, that's yeah. where
2: that's where the toolbox comes in does your list have the tools it needs do you have if someone's down objective do you have what you need to take them out do you have right. do you have the flamethrower? do you have a mortar do you have a tank to run over it you know and these are the, the, the questions you need to be asking yourself and um Again, classic one. I'm going to go back to my Lancers because what I used yesterday. Yes, they're six. They're, they're, they're very small units. There's only six of them. And they're veteran. So you think, oh, that's really easy. But if they're in hardcover, they're, you know, fives to hit them. And then they're veteran, fives to kill them. So it's a one in nine chance per shot of killing one.
1: And you can't wreck so
2: <laughs> Exactly. So if there's six of them, do you have 60 shots?
3: <laughs> right.
2: And, and I always. Yeah. and. The, the the machine gun do it is a classic one right everyone's like, right. oh my god the machine gun it it's so cheap it's got so many shots it's so good you know what it is good but it's only got 13 shots and if you go down in cover you know 1 in 36 chance of hitting like yeah. it will save your life it's really boring but going down wins <laughs> you know yeah going down
1: I think is is um Underutilized. Yeah. Oh, early, and the, the uh, big, early the big, on big, big change, change from, from version 1 and version 2, yeah. that and, minus and it, 1 to I, minus 2 yeah. is I, huge.
2: I love it. I know people don't like it, but I personally love it because it gives you the choice to preserve your unit. Yeah. And, and reliably, minus 1 down, you never used it. Minus it, 2 down, it's like,
3: ooh.
1: Right. It, it, it's it's really interesting because it turns out that regulars can be, especially if, if you're utilizing cover correctly, even in experience can be really tanky. Yeah, uh, yeah, if you absolutely. If you need something to stick, then... Yeah yeah just going and, down and, ge-
2: and guess what if you're upset with someone who keeps going down you've got sense charge him here we go <laughs> you know there's yep. an answer charge him or flamethrower yep. them, or or do something let's have a more dynamic game how about you move rather than just sitting there firing shots yeah. at each other two foot away for the entire game like I, I really enjoyed the, the minus two down for that reason yeah. um and people don't go down enough. especially. Like, I'm firing at you with a medium house or over, over open sites. I'm hitting on threes, Do you want to go down? And they go, nah. And then you, and then you hit them. And then you go, oh, I fucking lost. You got two medium houses. You, like, you didn't go down. How much is your shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just choosing power. Again. But, well, if you go down, maybe you'll live a bit long.
0: <laughs> yup.
2: Help me to help
3: you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you got to you
0: got to give them the subtle nod when you're asking. Them, do you want to go down? You like you. You know what? You, someone yes, someone
2: yes. once tried to tell me because I always give the opportunity I always say, you know, if I'm firing, do you want to go down to give yes. them the opportunity to say yes or no and to make sure I'm not brushing them through the play. Mm-hmm. And someone I once said I saw on a comment on a Facebook that apparently if you ask someone to go down, it's being condescending and it's, and could be perceived as a whacker
0: move. Like, wouldn't It all costs. and I'm like, what? It depends what, on, on how you. It, <laughs> It depends on how you ask. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. Because there is definitely a <laughs> condescending way to do that. All right, so people... if,
1: if I'm hitting you on a seven already, and then I ask you if you'd like to go down. Yeah, I'll, I, I'll maybe, always do it,
0: but I'll do it with a cheeky grin on
2: my face. <laughs> <laughs> while say it. Then, then maybe you down, that could be perceived as a, yeah, an opportunity I I to
1: I take so, a social,
2: social skills we could all do with a few more. <laughs> me me especially.
1: <laughs> now, if you're like, okay, so I'm hitting you on a seven, would you still like to go down? Maybe that might be the way to approach that it, stuff. I mean, it's just, right. and and it's always, and again, it's I guess that comes into the discussion of you know people listen to you on a podcast and mm. they form formulate an opinion of you. Yeah. What if they've actually played you in real life and stuff like that? And it's not that we aren't real and authentic and genuine in our podcast, but it's a pretty easy opportunity to kind of play take on a little bit of a, a character you, aspect you, you, you do you, do. I, I, the, um, you play into uh, you, those you, things you become so. a parody of yourself
2: yeah yeah like, because it's,
1: it's more entertaining because in real life we're we're extraordinarily boring
2: it'd be really, it'd be really <laughs> boring if at the end of every sentence you kind of went like, yeah i wouldn't do it really you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah it's, it's more entertaining to just yeah. you know and and you know the internet gets a boogeyman they can go, oh, screw those guys. And then, you know, everyone loves to, loves a villain. <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean,
1: and, you know, yeah, one of the hopes is you live long enough to become the villain sometimes. And so it's just, you know, it's just one of those things. And it's, it's, it's all good because if, as long as people are, are being entertained and we're having a good time and it's a laugh. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is Absolutely. kind of why we play the game anyways. It's Absol- just...
2: Absolutely. As it, comes, it comes back to, you know, like, yeah, competition. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, but it's all about having fun. Yeah, it is about having fun. But you, yeah. the, the two can sit... By yeah. si- side by side and that's when it's perfect is when they yeah. are side by side and know?
1: competing can be fun
2: it is fun that's why i have yeah. a podcast about it i love it, it <laughs> is. you know it's great
1: yeah it is all right so have we have we have we gone into any uh, like your approach to list design and, and things like that do you have any plus ones of something that you always take or, I mean, or something yeah. that you always want to have present in your list, i
2: mean or? the they are a few auto like things like mortar flamethrower snipers are mm. almost always mandatory Okay. Because wow,
1: just, I completely
0: ignore snipers.
2: Do you? Oh, no, see, I can't. I've I can't had... Snipers are my number one. I'll, I I'll take I'll I'll like snipers, snipers. flamethrowers, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so
1: on the sniper question, uh, regular or veteran? Veteran. Ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh, mm,
2: if you're taking two, regular. If you're taking one, veteran. Okay. Oh.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: So the key point is, is if there's one sniper on its own, and there's no other sniper to take him out, he can, he can has the entire game to do what he wants. Yeah, and if you're rolling hot over six turns, you can take out six teams. Like that's a game winner. You know, if you're, you know, it, especially if like oh, yeah, there's, there's a flamethrower there, ah, there's a mortar there, ah, you know, there's an officer and on there, a, ah. <laughs>
1: across a five or six tournament game tournament, you you're likely to see that half ex- ex- of the time
2: exactly. And and yeah. and also key point is is I want to take out the opponent's sniper because I don't want him to do that to me, and I want to that's, do that to him. That's either way so, you have a veteran or you take two. Exactly. So if you have yeah. two, you're reliably gonna you're reliably gonna win the sniper war because the first one doesn't take him out the second one will um the, f- the first gt i won took four of them
3: <laughs> it
2: was awful wow <laughs> awful for my opponents for me it was very effective mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: all right so the flamethrowers do you like to run them in a pioneer squad okay. or on its own or in I a mean, truck I d- or I d- jeep
2: ideally d- I d- I both okay you know they definitely want a delivery system you definitely yeah. want to have a truck or a jeep for them i mean flamethrower in a jeep is quintessential right who doesn't yeah. have a flamethrower in a jeep everyone's is got it, a flamethrower in a jeep <laughs> with
1: your aggressive play style is it one and done where you're just trying to get them into a position knowing that they're likely to to be killed
2: sometimes sometimes i don't it's just the threat it's just the okay. threat of them it's just again if you've got if you present them with six problems and they've got three solutions a flame for thr- a jeep and a flamethrower that's 18 inches away is definitely one of those problems right yep. um, and it's and it's it's so obvious in its in its simplicity it, it, it'll, it'll hit a unit and it'll kill a unit you know yes. and it's as, it's as simple as that like there's not it's it's threatening to everything so they're really good for list design if you don't know what you're going to face simply mm-hmm. because no matter what the problem is flame flamethrower is a solution you know it's and, and it's as simple as that really and and everyone's terrified of them so you, you put a flamethrower in a jeep there and go there you go deal with it and you'll just watch people go oh my god <laughs> and rightly so because it can just run up to your favourite tank and
0: go right. So okay, uh, what so you got? What about uh, mortars? What what level do you take but them? Light, medium, heavy, regular, inexperienced. I very rarely
2: take them, veteran. To be fair,
0: yeah, I very agree.
2: rarely. Sometimes just inexperienced because for thirty five points you can count as someone's big medium house or artillery piece because you just put him there and just yep. start the and the countdown starts. And it's just, and and for thirty five points you're putting the sweat on them. You don't even need to hit because they might, if they randomly start moving throughout the game to try and stop you ranging on them, you're winning because they're not shooting at you. Yeah, you it's know, one it, round that they're ineffective. Ex- exactly, and, and which again, makes it, a big deal in a six round game. It does, yeah. If you've got six shots, just, you're going to hit one of them. And if you hit a gun with a mortar shot, you're probably going to kill it because that's that's a tasty tasty template. Yep. And 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 yeah, when you know when you have units on objectives going down, who aren't moving because they're in a good position. Mortars are one of the answers, you know. Yeah. Go how away. About,
1: <laughs> how about a, a regular medium mortar with a spotter versus an inexperienced heavy mortar?
2: You asked me the real questions now. I don't know. Well. I don't know. I
1: a lot. I, I, I do, do you like feel? Do you mortar. feel the spotter is is important enough or necessary enough to to take the regular, regular if medium only, over the it, inexperienced regular? Or if in you only, if you've heavy. only
2: got, if the mortar is the only HE you have. You probably want a spotter. If you've got a lot of teams and there's lots of other things for your opponent to focus on, you can probably you probably don't need it. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I hate is when you do have your spotter and then someone kills your spotter and they got to move your mortar. Yeah, that's that's always annoying. Especially if they have just charged it or something and they have got a free run and they consolidate to on top of that as well. It's like, oh come on. But yeah, I do that, like it. there' yeah.
1: that extra
2: d6 for Yeah, I do like a heavy mortar though because it's it's quite hard to hit, and it's nice to know that when you do hit, you're going to make a big mess. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And sometimes, so you, you sometimes that, <laughs> that
1: one time that it hits, it just makes such a huge difference. And if you get that in the first two turns of the game, mm. I mean, against some players, that's that's enough.
2: Oh, oh, god, yeah. Especially yeah. if the, if the, it's like if a classic paratrooper list, they've got three man squads, and yeah, this is the meat the meat and two beds of their armies. And first turn, you go bang. That squad has got two men left in it, and you just go, oh,
1: yeah. You, you, <laughs> you see, you see the gut punch. Yeah, yeah. Especially,
2: like, especially if you just go, oh, I'm just going to roll a six now. Do you want to go down to go? Nah, and you roll that six, and there face, it, and you damn. just, oh, that's the thing dreams are made of. All right, yeah. So here's, so yeah. So
1: here's the question. First turn of the game, they're hitting you on a six. Um, do you do you risk it or depends is it on, depends what what they're shooting at. Depends on what they're shooting yeah. at. So when wouldn't you risk it?
2: If it's a unit I don't care about or like or if it's a unit I've got redundancy of. So, so say if sure. I've got three squads and they're hitting one of them. So I, I can probably make I can probably make do I've got two squads over here. Mm. If it's something like, you know, a big howitzer or something and I and it's like my only form of anti tank, say, and they've got a big tank rolling down me, I need that tank to live. I, I can't okay. lose that. I can't, I can't. I need that tank to die. I can't lose my howitzer because it's my one one option I've got against it. In which yeah. case, you, you're damn sure I'm probably going to go down because I do not want to lose it to a stupid, and cheeky you're going six to on work, the first turn. Yeah, you're going to work
1: for <laughs> dice advantage later on. So Ex- exactly.
2: I'll, I'll make do. I'll get rid of the spotter. I'll get rid of the of the thing ranging on me, and then I'll be like, right, let's do this. You know, yeah. so I'll you're preserve making, it till later.
1: Yeah, you're making the hard decision in this turn because yeah. it's better for you in the next turns.
2: Exactly, yeah, yeah. Because okay. if you still got a howitzer turn four and they don't, suddenly things look great for you. <laughs> yeah, we haven't really
1: talked very much about that, but I think that's a really good skill to learn. Mm. Um, and it's, and it's, it's really hard to learn, actually. It is. It's,
2: it's, it's making mistakes is the only way you'll learn. It's hard it's we find that with the like with like uh, our podcast, people go, Tove, tell me how to use a howitzer and I'm kinda like
0: You've D6 fire,
2: fire at good targets. <laughs> <laughs> they go, Yeah, what's a good target? I'm like it kind of depends. <laughs> it's yeah, it really counts. difficult.
0: <laughs> the the main thing that's trying to kill you. How about that?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you need to win, and what do you not need to lose? Okay, do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just efficiency of action. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you get you get the question all the time, and you, the answer is, well, it really depends on the situation. Yeah, because there is no one right answer at a given time. Yeah, so yeah,
1: sometimes there's a better answer. Well. The, Yes, but there's I mean,
2: the, always... The only way, like, when we when we like, teaching people at the club, we, the, way, the only way we've found to reliably do it is either you go to a tournament so you lose a lot of games and you just learn the hard way. Or get someone to walk you through it and talk through their decisions. And then you can go, right, especially, like, it's a nice, friendly game and they're going, what should I shoot with my mortar at? And you can go, right, well, here's your options. I mean, it does make the game take about five hours, but mm-hmm. it, it, that's the way to build up, like, like the... the your brain connections to make the make the the connections and go. Actually, yeah, that's why I want to do that because I want to do that. Yep. And sometimes just taking a step back and, and just you know, if uh, if you have got someone in your community who who, who is a bit better with house than you, then friend, teach me your ways, Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: All right. So then, um, there's there's a little bit here about inexperience versus regular versus veterancy. Um, the idea. You know, you around, know I'm going to answer. <laughs> well, yeah, but the idea around this discussion being. Um, first of all, do you feel like the the points difference between and clearly, it, it it changes based off of what the role of the units are and things like that. But yeah. from a balanced perspective, you know the three point discount off of regular for for inexperienced and then the three point premium for veterans. I, I, do you feel like that's that's a fair point? Yeah, cost I think
2: and, it, I think it's about right. Yeah. It it's definitely it definitely goes into the veterans of veterans are noob noob friendly, mm-hmm. regulars are you, you're moderate and inexperienced are hard to use. Yeah. But I think in an inexperienced army in the, hell, in, the, in the hands of a skilled player can do can do really well. Yeah. Um, especially because, yeah, you've got the minus one to hit. And sure, you've got the crap leadership. But guess what? If you're charging something and you're going first, you may as well be a veteran. Because you roll first and it doesn't matter what you are. You're yeah. just killing them. Um, and then obviously the dice advantages and blah, 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 blah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think the points are about that. I think the points are about right.
1: Okay. And then do you, within your play style, do you, do you favor one over the other typically?
2: A of the blend. It depends yeah. on what you're trying to do. Um, if you've got a if you've got a, a unit that's going up into your opponent's face, you might want to be a veteran, especially if you need to rely on it in any way. Yeah. So if it's like if it's your one engineer squad, you might want to make that veteran because if you or lose if it, you that's you gotta
1: hold holding an objective that's in the middle of nowhere.
2: Exactly. But if you've just got a backline unit that just needs to sit on an objective and not die, well you might as well just make it an inexperienced shirker squad, you know, because yeah. well cheapest chips. If anyone threatens you you go down and if they die, well it's a stupid next squad anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then regular for everything in between, you know. No, got, I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, and, and I don't know that, that we'll have much deviation among among the folks that we're talking to. But the, And the idea is, is not necessarily with, with this player series it, to, to go in to teach you how to use any particular unit or stuff <laughs> like that. But again, for the folks that are listening, just to kind of hopefully maybe like, oh, yeah, that's right, I hadn't thought about that in a long time. Or well, that's actually something I hadn't actually ever thought about. And so um, another big topic sometimes that, that we have come across and we get questions on over on our end uh, with with the podcast is... At 1,000 points or at 1,250, is there a magic order dice count that if you're building a list? Yeah. Pro- in kind of an all style maybe, maybe tournament or something maybe like that. Maybe
2: 15 or 16. I think it's a decent number for 1,000 points. Okay. Probably. Again, it comes down to format. If you, You're going to struggle to get that unless you're Soviet if you're playing single platoon. Mm-hmm. But um, I think once, you, once you're once you beyond 15 or 16, you're getting into your Soviet territory of your 20 dice lists. Yeah. Um, and I think if you go beyond earlier than that, you go and you can struggle with initiative sometimes. Uh, but then if you're if you if you're going Italian, you want as le- as few as you possibly can.
0: You don't, lose them. Yeah. 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 You don't want to lose yeah. those things. You guys. want to make sure you don't lose them.
2: Yeah. Uh, it, so yeah. I say, it, it, and also if you're going an armor platoon, if you can get to 15, yeah. you're, you're some sort of magician. Um, yeah. So it, it, it is this dependent, but that's kind <laughs> of the ballpark, I guess.
1: For for those Italian players that are listening, hoping hoping that Warlord is, is going to fix that someday, stop. But they, they just they just
0: got you a whole bunch of new plastic models. So Yeah, it's, not, it's
1: probably not going to happen. All right, so anything else as far as list design that you want to touch on before we, we, we ask you the, the important questions?
2: Not really as much as just make sure you've got your bases covered. You know, it, it's it's asking the question. Think of all the potential things what you should could face. Yes. So and what, just is, make sure what is you've that got an answer.
1: What is that list?
2: well again it comes down to like what your local area is like even the tournament you're going to who's going to that tournament so, you know it's really it's a bit sneaky have a look mm-hmm. at, have a look at who's
3: coming because you <laughs> might recognize the list
2: and go i know that guy i know he brings that let's yeah. go with that you know if especially if, if the if the if the tournaments announced what missions they're playing you know if yeah. they're going to make you play envelopment you might want to take a few trucks because you right. might want to get off the board stuff like that um yeah. and even if you don't have an answer for it because like my pulse really suck with anti-tank. Other than yeah. the big heavy hearts that they have no anti-tank because they is just out of the options. So even if you just acknowledge going, oh, I'm really going to struggle against that, that, that in itself is, a, is, is good because then you're aware of it. Because yeah. it's nothing worse than... Plane exactly nothing's worse than coming up against something that you're not even aware was a problem until you're facing it at t- oh, no! all <laughs> yeah
1: i often yeah. find as i'm assembling and and painting my units that i i, I run through those okay so what am i going to do with this if i'm facing yeah. a yeah. heavy tank yeah. or something
2: yeah and, and yeah and i always find the first 800 points of a list are the easiest to fill because yeah. your first eight your first 800 points is just what your army is you know and those last 200 points is your fine tuning that's when you start messing about with your veterancies, you start adding or removing one or two teams and and that's the bit where you list that's where you list where you your list will turn from just a regular list so that something that could be really nasty is those last 200 points and you'll spend you'll spend weeks on those last 200 points you'll never get it right you changing, <laughs> your, changing your unit sizes yeah. exactly there. yeah you know, three, fine or, five, three yeah. Four or
1: five games that you're just testing shit and going yeah in, you
2: know. and that and that's why the practice comes in right because you, you you do those tweaks and you go oh actually in this game that didn't work that did work that didn't work and that's how you that that's how you get there it takes a while but mm. you get there
1: all right let's 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 go into the tier list. What's your impression? Well, actually, are.
0: Why well, we've been rambling on for well over an hour now. Why don't we uh, take <laughs> oh, a short break, listen break, to right? a little music, and stretch a little bit, and uh, and then we'll come back and maybe yeah. wrap it up in the next hour. We'll see.
1: Yeah. On the other side of this, we'll be doing. We'll be asking more hard questions. Version three. Which rules are good or bad? What makes good scenarios? Bad scenarios? We'll do a tier list: S tier armies, A tier, B tier, C tier. <laughs> and then yeah, we're so going to break down. We're going to break down the scenario. Which scenario was that, Pat? That was sectors. All right, so Topher's going to teach us how to play sectors.
0: Oh God! (laughs) Thank you, Topher Yoda. All right, we'll be back. And now we're back, so we we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. We told you what that was, and we might even remember. But uh, I think I think first we want to talk about
1: uh, how how army
0: tiers figure out for us.
1: Yeah, uh, S tier being the best, A tier, B tier, C tier, and then this is just to for where you think this stuff lands. And this is like um, uh, accounting for um, well, obviously the army rules, and then also what what selections are generally available yeah. to to the lists. And again, this is from a competitive play standpoint. Like if if you love your naval Soviet list and they're S tier for you, that's great. But yeah. we're we're asking to on this <laughs> one. So All right, so for what do you what do you have is S tier, both so, action competitive. It,
2: it, I, 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 I'm going to say again, it depends. So this is just me, but also <laughs> it depends. But I also, while I was on break, I did think I keep answering, it depends or anything. But isn't that amazing that it, it, that it is? It depends for so many of these questions. Well, because I mean, like that, if you go and play like Sigma or well, 40k, it's just like you just want Luminef and you just want you just want Mechanicus. So there you go. Whereas like this, it's just like well, you know, and, and that's. Just and brilliant. two months
1: later, it's going to change because a new books. Gonna exactly.
2: Up. Anyway, yeah. so assuming. Single-jig reinforced reinforced platoon and army book only is what I'm assuming. Only because gold standard is obviously the the warlords' competitive push, and otherwise we could get lost in the reads about what what is, what isn't allowed. So my S tier is Soviets and Japanese.
1: Okay, and tell us why.
2: Multiple units per slot for both um, anti-tank, which is always Uh good for getting your dice count up. They've got loads of good options at various price points as well. So if you want to go, um, yeah typically
1: points efficient cast as well. Yeah, and they're, okay. they're
2: good options as well. Like a good, you can take some good, like a, an inexperienced Japanese unit comes with fanatic for free. How good is that? You know, and uh, yeah. like, and they've got some cool little little tanks as well, like uh, um, the T twenty eight for the Soviets as well. That's like hundred and forty points, and it's a mm-hmm. eight plus with fifteen machine gun shots, light howitzer, and then and their and dog so I think that's for twenty six points, the best anti tank unit in the game, hands down. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 they both they both have yeah yeah they just they just have the best I think it's the national rules as well to be fair the fanatics on Japanese is, is phenomenal and it's ridiculous. Them. it carries them it really does because if you took that away from them they'd be garbage <laughs> what they <would> be.
0: <laughs> even with them having that rule I haven't played I haven't seen a Japanese army at a tournament in three years have you not have not oh wow you're lucky because uh, quite
2: popular this end <laughs> okay there's nothing worse than a Japanese unit in cover just doing its thing because you. You can't even charge them because they just beat the snot out of you, oh. and, uh, and and yeah, everyone you know, everyone knows the, the the Russian how. It's a wave of just wave of dice and units coming over you, and you just got to somehow deal with it. Or especially like with my approach, you know, the kitchen sink. The Soviets do that so well because they go, well, here's three lines and here's a machine gun tank, and here's you know, here's five infantry squads all decked out of SMGs, and here's and they're just all running at you, and you just got to go. Ah!
1: <laughs> I think the Soviets do it better than anyone else right. Absolutely. Now. I, Absolutely. I agree Soviets do have the I best. Think, I think blocks. the
2: Soviet, I think the Soviets is my favorite army book. It's very well done. You
1: you, you can go in so many directions with it. Yeah, that.
2: yeah. And they're all very Soviet, you know, they're all very they, they all it's very easy to come up with something that feels right. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah.
1: Well, no, I, I mean I think I, I think that's exactly right. So or rather I agree with you and yeah. Good. job. All right. So um anything else in in the S tier, no, or, that's, it. that's it. Okay, <laughs> all right. So um, let's go to the A tier then. And we, then, in we, addition to in addition to what you put in the A tier, is there any particular flavor of an army in the A tier that you might think oh, maybe okay. like an A plus tier or something okay, like that? Okay. Yeah, just yeah. a little more, maybe for a little more nuanced discussion. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: So A for Americans. Uh, I think the American national rules are really good. Like the, the moving fire is very forgiving. Sure. And when everyone else is hitting on sevens you're hitting on sixes, a huge difference. Go back to the re- math hammer. Yeah. And um, they're very pricey, but gyro-stabilized can be really clutch. You know, when you run up to someone with the medium power of share, and they go, I'm hitting you on twos. You know, that's just,
1: oh. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's oh. interesting. I, I don't favor that particular rule, um, but I, I played Alessio on TTS, mm. and, and he's run, he was running a small, a small British uh, veteran tank, I think. No, it was American. No, it was, it was American. It A one. Uh, yeah, the yeah it had to be American, of course. And yeah. I'm like, veteran. He's like, he's like, yeah, gyro stabilized. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So yeah, it was okay. And a lot of the American options
2: are also <clears throat> in the in the base book as well, like the Soviets. So things like the um, the things like the rocket, the rocket, uh, rocket launcher. launcher, rocket launcher. That's in the base book. You've got some pretty decent tanks in there, like the Stuart, Need I say anymore? Yeah, uh, Things like things like rangers as well. are Really good infantry choices. Like, and, and you have got marines as well. That's some really yeah, that, good that stuff extra, in
1: there. That extra move—that's you know, game winning. Difference. That is. Yeah.
2: If the, if you're play depending on the mission, especially if you're playing, you know, envelopment, that's oof, oof really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I don't have any particular um, like list builds for Americans, but like, it's just a really solid. It's hard to go wrong with them. Really great okay. for great for new people. Um, I'm actually, I've actually put French up here in A tier.
1: Um, early war French or the American flavor of the French? E- early war French. Okay. Prop, proper,
2: right. proper French, not, not America 2.0.
1: Very good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and sometimes, you know, you have to make the distinction. So why, why early war French?
2: Free medium howitzer, very yeah. strong, especially Agreed. if you're to a single platoon and you've got one when everyone else has got two or when you've got two and everyone's got one. Oof. Yeah. Um, and then combine that with the, the free inexperienced squad. So you can get forty infantry for two hundred and ten right. points.
1: That's the buy three get one free, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So
2: just those two things already, you barely, you've barely spent for like three hundred, four hundred points, and you've already got six units. And then you build the rest of your list. Mm-hmm. Um, and and again, there's some really good options. They've got transport, fully enclosed transports. Yeah. Yep. So like, I think it's like 70, 80 points. You can get a wheeled seven plus fully armored vehicle with six man capacity and a machine gun on it. That's brilliant. Because your troops will get there alive. <laughs> you know, there won't be pins along the way. They're 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 free to go. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think French is really underrated. Uh, we reviewed them on our podcast a few weeks ago. They're really good. Like you just don't see them. I think it's obviously plastic kits and all that stuff. Yeah, but um, right. yeah. their only negative rule is this, is the communication breakdown, which you, honestly isn't that negative. You, you forget about it half the time. Yeah. And, and, and
1: it, it depends on playstyle too. Yeah, and it sounds yeah. like you're aggressive, so you may not. You know, they may not be that might not be bad.
2: And first turn, especially on missions where you're rolling onto the board, generally you want them to go first anyway because you want to see where they've gone. So who cares that you don't get to go first? You know, it's actually in your benefit to mess about for a bit. (laughs) Um, And following on from that is like kind of a French, but even more so is Romanians.
3: Mm.
2: Especially especially for single platoon because their axis support allows you to get a unit in addition to your normal slots. Yeah. So, it means you can suddenly take two tanks. You can suddenly take two artillery pieces. You can suddenly take an extra infantry squad and stuff like that. Is a lot of flexibility.
1: Yeah, it um, does and, in, and after that first eight hundred points, that extra two hundred points can really shine. It, it really,
2: yeah. So the, and, and they get their free free howitzer like mm-hmm. the French do. So mm-hmm. suddenly in a single platoon, you could you could bring free medium howitzers because you get your foot one you actually pay for your free one and then you borrow a German one. Yep. You know? <laughs> like that's really, really strong. And again, you don't really see them probably because the model availability not is no. Not there. We've,
1: we've seen the Romanians come into into favor just recently. Yeah, I here. think
2: they're really. I think they're just they're just waiting for someone to pick them up and really run with them. Yeah, because, when, when like, that book came out, everybody yeah. was like, oh. oh, yeah. So some of the some of the stuff there, and and, and not unlike other minor act, minor powers, that they have the option specifically because they can nick German stuff. Yep. Um, and that's a really powerful boom because Germans have got an answers for blooming everything <laughs> you know yeah. so oh you got no anti-tank here have some Panzerfaust oh yeah. you want you want some you want some smarter than here. Is and would never worth Um and that's really really strong okay um, good choice yeah and then and then Finland my final A tier okay. I didn't put the, I didn't put these up to S tier only because they really shit on options like the infantry is amazing. they pretty
1: limited, aren't they? Yeah, the
2: infantry is amazing. Don't get me wrong, but once you're going beyond the infantry, you, 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 it's a bit sparse out there.
1: Yeah, you have a little yep. column A, and that's it.
2: exactly. End. But particularly sissy infantry, the ability to move and then go into ambush is absolutely oh. amazing. Yep, um, and a lot of things that people don't realise is obviously if you're in ambush and you can flip to down. Suddenly you can advance while staying down. That is absolutely amazing. I cannot... cannot,
1: You can can be aggressive and reactionary at the same time. There's nothing worse
2: than a sissy infantry fin line just walking ever so slowly towards you. Just walking. And and you can't kill them because the moment you shoot them, they go down. And if you don't shoot them, suddenly they're going to fire back at you, hitting on twos, because they get the plus one from firing from ambush. It's absolutely... There's just... It's very lucky that Finns have such shit options beyond the infantry. Yeah. Uh, Their tank, they've got a few machine gun tanks, but they're all unreliable. Whatever. They get one of each team. The sniper's great, cool, mm-hmm. but like the the
1: baseline infantry,
2: oh, woo, really good.
1: Okay. So, um, how how much of a gap do you think is between S tier and A tier?
2: Not that much. Yeah, Look, be, this this is a, this is a very tight pack to be fair. Yeah. Even from S to A to B. Like um, a good B T a good beat tier B list could easily be a shit S tier list, like
1: okay. hands down. Yeah, do, easily. And and from a player standpoint, um, even more so. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it? And maybe maybe I'll ask this question. Man, we'll, we'll ask it now, just as a general standpoint. Um, how how far can a good player or a bad player shift these lists in the tiers? Do you think you,
2: uh, easily from the bottom to the top?
1: Yeah, it, we'll put, it is all pretty close top to it, bottom, it, other than like truly awful choices. We'll, but we'll
2: we'll get there. But like okay. put put it this way: I've already I've already read out the armies I've had, right? And we've gone through S and A, and I only have Soviets. Okay, the rest are all B or below. So mm-hmm. that kind of says, well, and I'm doing well enough with them. I'm sure. confident enough with them to take them to big GTs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they are like I think it's more of what you put. It's more the units you select rather than the national rules themselves. Okay, all yeah. right. All right, so uh, tell us about your beater. This is really chonk, this is. <laughs> <laughs> so, I put the poles in there. I've got to put the right. poles in there. Um, again, it, it, they, the poles are saved by two units entirely. Um, otherwise they'd be garbage. Um, the first unit is the lancers,
1: which yeah, they're just fantastic. F-
2: Absolutely. one of the hardest hitting combat units in the game. Every, you know, if you're talking combat units, yeah, talk about the goers all you want, mate. Lancers have them beat. Because I think so. they've got they've got the reky They've got the fast move. They've got the, the two attacks each on the charge, man. 2d6
1: 2D 2D follow-up.
2: Yeah, six <laughs> six men go into you with yeah. 12 attacks plus plus two fighter. It's
1: oh, it's, a, it's a yeah. small footprint. It's, yeah. it's super maneuverable. And, 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 and
2: you kill yeah. four of them. And there's two left. It's a small team. And they will still annihilate a 10-man squad. <laughs> you know, it's just... That's the more. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's good because if they didn't have that, they would have nothing. I hadn't tank. thought about doing a tier
1: list on on uh, on units, but yeah. anyways. All right, so yeah. what's the yeah. other one? And then
2: the, ta- the tankette. Yep. The TKS tankette for ninety points. You have a seven plus fully enclosed little tank with a light autocannon with Reki, and it's absolutely amazing yeah. because that model is so small. You can hide it anywhere. True. You can you can claim cover behind infantry. It is tiny, which and especially when you want to get that into the side armor, get some rear shots on that. Oh, amazing. Because your opponents will just get so infuriated about them, because you'll never catch them, because they'll sit there and cover. And if there's something actually going to threaten them, they're just going to wreck you away, because yeah. they don't care. And uh, really, and the really The is enough
1: to, to annoy a, a, another. And, well, vehicle.
2: when everyone's taking eight-plus tanks with millions of machine guns, which mm. as is the common tank choice, suddenly right. an autocannon decides actually quite nasty, especially if it's you know the classic evil, evil um, Stewart with weak sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Suddenly you got two shots at plus 4 on the sides from a shitty little tanket which you're never going to catch cuz it's going to run away from you
1: and, and you know and they're doing it to you for what? 80 90, 90 points it's for 80, 90 like points. Yeah, yeah.
2: Bargain. Okay. <laughs> I mean the rest, of the rest, the rest of it falls apart because they've yeah, got it's, no decent options that's beyond the that. Tax really, but, for the rest of it, but you know. yeah, I mean it doesn't help when you, when someone puts you know four tankettes and sixty lances in front of you. But you know,
3: Yeesh. <laughs> sounds funny. lovely. <laughs> <laughs> of
1: course, those are you know those are metal horses and metal guys and well, mine aren't. That, that makes I them definitely converted.
2: Definitely converted mine for that exact reason. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> All right, so we got the Polish. What else?
2: Yeah, I put British B tier. Okay, Not, all the way down there. Well, only because I've 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 kind of classified it by army book only. Sure, if you sure. if you let the theater books in, Brits get a massive boost because suddenly they've got loads of theater selectors. They've got loads of options. They've got loads right. of all of this right. stuff. Yeah, the, the bare bones book is actually pretty shit. No multi launcher. They've got no multi launcher. Their their, their, their their infantry. Yeah, they've got they've got home guard squad, They've got some regulars. Yeah, you got Chins right, so, and McGurk. But that's about it, really. You know. It's so we'll kind ask of, you.
1: Meh. Yeah, we'll ask you then. Just just the army book for the Brits, where they're at. Well, they're here and C and you can talk about that. Yeah. And then after you're done with that, if we if you included everything, where would they have ended up? So go ahead.
2: Probably A, probably okay. A. It'd be A plus. I don't quite want to put them in S tier, but once you start adding the the national characteristics from like Western Desert, especially like um, South African, oh. Yeah, yeah, they get rid. The veteran South African army is horrible to play against. Horrible.
1: Yeah. Um, but I, mean, I think that also speaks a little bit to to Warlord. It, it's apparent they can they can write good, fun, exciting rules. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 so, yeah, Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, go then with the the Brits in C tier or B tier.
2: Yeah. So as I say, they're very similar to Americans in that they've got access to pretty much the same stuff it's just I don't rate the national rule as well as the Americans and the the infantry options aren't as good now sure you've got Gurkhas and you've got Chindits and you've got Commandos but I just don't and and yeah you obviously go open at him and you just go and charge off stuff I just find they tend to be quite predictable and a little bit it's hard to pull off interesting things with them Mm -hmm. because they're very obvious because it's all they do without taking in those additional national characteristic things it's 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 probably B plus don't get me wrong um It's especially when they don't even have an engineer unit in their baseline book. Right? They don't. They don't have a cavalry unit in their baseline. There's lots of just little things they don't really have good access to. Um, So, you know, B plus I'd put I'd put the Brits in.
1: All right. What's next?
2: Germans. See, Germans have loads of options, but loads of them are just not that good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Everything that they can do, uh, someone else can do better.
1: Exactly. More cheaply.
2: Yeah, like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the Panzer One isn't amazing. Like, it is, but it's not a stuart, you know? <laughs> and, uh, um, and Panzerfaust, really good, yeah. But Romanians have them, but Romanians can have them in three medium houses, you know? Simple simple as that. Like, uh, um, Nebelwerfer, yeah, it's cool, but most armies have, a, have an answer to a multi-launcher. They've got one themselves. And the things you really want to take with your Germans, LMGs and heavy tanks, are all shit. Yeah. So the national rules don't really help them that much in well, the grand scheme of things. They're,
1: um, they're shit for their points.
2: Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. From a competitive standpoint, if you're putting energies right. in all your squads, you're doing something wrong. Frankly. For those
1: folks that are like, oh, I love my heavy tank. Well, yeah, that's super cool, but not for 500 points or 400 Exa-
2: Exactly, exactly. If we're, if we're talking top, you know, the competitive yep. tier list. I'm not mm-hmm. talking cool list, don't get me wrong. If this is the cool list, let's chuck those boys up. But oh it's, yeah, it's, yeah!
0: You start like, peppering yeah. in assault rifles yeah. and LMGs and two
2: LMGs. Yeah, and Goliath. Yeah, I'm going to roll that five plus. Oh <laughs> Goliath! Oh god. It, <laughs> yeah, but in, but in the reality of, I'm going to go to a tournament and try and win. Unfortunately, the only the only thing Germans really have going for them like is the Panzerfaust. Once you break it down to say what do they have that other people don't have is the
1: Panzerfaust. Right, and and even, oh, look, and, three of your five games there's no tanks.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, assault rifles are cool, but they're really expensive. And I see the same mistake of people going, "I'm going to take all the assault rifles." It's like, "Yeah, great, good for you." Now all your units cost 200 points each. You know, it's just it's, and it's really hard because the stuff you want, the stuff you want to take, the stuff you want to be cool, just mm, (laughs) it doesn't reward you for taking them. No, unfortunately. Um, So that's why Germans are there. Um, I put put Bulgarians in B as well.
1: I mean, after that, it sounds like they're a B minus. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so uh, alright so Bulgarians next
2: yeah Bulgarians only because they're um, so they get the free house like most early war armies do but they got that and they get access to support as well so in any ways these should be up for Romanians actually but they've also got that uh, so I don't know why I put them in B tier don't rely on me for anything these should be up i <laughs> uh, not very good at this thing but Bulgarians have that <laughs> no forward deploying against them rule which is really cool for like, um, and they also they mess with people coming on from Outflank as well. Yeah, they're just yep. good for messing with other people's armies. <laughs>
1: yeah, so it's kind of like you, partisans a little bit.
2: Exactly. Order. If you if you you think you're you've got your Soviets and you think oh yeah I've got you know I'm, I'm going to bring all my you know four deploying squads. It's like yeah great, but you know you come up against Bulgarians so they just put a spanner in that works. Yeah, I've only put I think I've only put them at B because that's about what they do. You know. Um, okay. like you can say the same again, Romanians. There's no consistency here. Don't judge us for anything. But that's what <laughs> <supposed to be>. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just like Romanians, multiple games. There you go, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just a yeah, quick yeah, yeah.
3: disclaimer
0: that these are Topher's opinions and may or may not reflect <laughs> any other podcast that we may be affiliated with or he might be.
1: So. And, we, and he reserves the right to, to shift to your list at, at any given moment. Uh,
0: absolutely.
2: <laughs> Ask me again tomorrow and I'll have a completely different list. <laughs>
1: Uh, all right, so anything else that uh, sits around in the quasi bulas? I'd
2: put Australians in. Now, I know they're technically a theatre list, but I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of people say, you're not that theatre list, but you can take these guys. Sure. So i put them in anyway. No, um, it's like, yeah. I, I like Australians, and they've got some cool options. Like They've yeah. got the they've got the theatre selector of free tanks, and you don't need to take like transports with them, because they're all Matildas and they're slow anyway. That's cool. Um but they're, they're, these are kind of a B-minus because they're just, like, British with less options. And British aren't that strong to begin with.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the list was was a funny one for me, too. Because I, I, I looked through it, and I'm like, gosh, this seems really cool. But then, at the end of it, it's like, well, maybe they seem more cool than they actually are. But, but didn't, they, yeah. didn't
2: they
0: have one of those special rules that they could... Uh, Move backwards and then go into ambush. Yeah, yeah. That 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 they have got some cool little nifty rules like that. The problem is you tend to
2: you don't tend to move backwards that often. Really. No, um, no. It's 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 cool. It's one as you reading. It yeah, it's really cool. But then when you're playing, it's just not really something you want to do. Can I just do. turn my guys around and walk them backwards and count them? Yeah, eight? it's like yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you, I think they can take a forward deploying I think they can take a negative regular. So you can start forward deploying and then walk backwards, I guess. But <laughs> it's just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, if this was a fun list i put them right at the top. Yeah. Well, it's not, so I didn't. Mm-hmm. So. All right, next. Uh, Partisans, this beta, This tier
0: is getting very very fat. And yep. chonk. <laughs> I would expect it to be, actually. Yeah. Partizan... It's like the best of the lousiest. Lousy the best sort of well, stuff. Well, I
2: mean, it, the, 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 there's, just, there's just kind of, they're not they're much of... A... Not much of muchness, really. It's just not much in between them, really. Right. Well, this and, is a very average
1: really stands tier. Out about yeah,
2: them. like 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 partisans. Partisans have some good units. Like if you faced one of the twenty man pistol squads running at you, that's mm-hmm. ooh, But you can get twenty met twenty shirks with pistols for eighty points, mm. and that is
1: depending you, upon how it's oof. set up on the board. It is almost impossible for that unit to clear a border locking in on it. <laughs> So maybe you don't want to run it at twenty if there's Well, I, I, the so side.
2: I, I there's a guy at our club who ran Partisans and he had four twenty-man units, <laughs> and he would just run at you. And you know what? You can shoot as many of them as you want; they'll still beat you in a fight because there's more of them than you. Oh um, yeah, they're going to get and, the and board. a t- And a tough fight is a tough fighter, right? Like they don't yeah. care what veterans you are when they're fighting; they're still going to roll dice. So yeah. if you run and you kill twenty, sure, the other ten will beat the snot out of you. And even if you beat them, great; they only cost eighty points. That's more than your ten-man regular. That's less than right, ten-man regular squad.
1: Because the rest of the army is still doing something.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They've yeah. got some cool little other bits, like the the rules, the bombs. That can be cool. They can catch people out. I don't like phase no bombs. Yep. Just roll the six. Just, oh, for God's sake. So, well, and then
1: that's you know. <laughs> I, I yeah, I played a game recently against partisans, and I'm like, all right, well, here we go, and and it, it sixed off my unit, my whole unit of scouts. Yeah. I'm like, but you don't, you uh,
2: don't, you well. don't can't rely on it in no. any way, but it's 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 fun. Yeah. And yeah, they've got and they've got a, they've got some cool units. You know, they can borrow tanks and stuff. I, I just put them in a B because all the cool stuff they can borrow tends to be worse versions of just the stuff you can take from that normal army anyway. Mm-hmm. The yeah. only re, the only thing the partisans really have is yeah, you can you can take the twenty man
1: uh, yeah big squad. units you with ta- you, pistols and the yeah you can
2: take yeah. the you can take cavalry and get that first turn charge off where because you get the free move and that's mm-hmm. always fun. Um, especially because they, they get a free move and then they can ignore terrain as well first round, so that's quite, that's right. nasty, that's quite a nasty combo. Because suddenly your cavalry are charging 18 inches they don't give a shit about the the, 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 the ruin they just ran through and stuff like that. So that. That's all cool. I just feel it's not enough to. So they're probably like a B B Not B. Yeah, B plus maybe. Okay. It's just, that's it though. <laughs> that's all they've got. <laughs>
1: sure, almost, but not quite. Yeah. yeah. Alright. And the
2: final beat, I'm at the end of the beat here now, is I've put Chinese in here.
1: Okay. With the new rules then.
2: Well, yeah. Again, it's 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 like the Australians where I've seen a lot of faces go. No fear to stuff, except you can take. Chinese, except for Chinese. Except for Chinese. 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 Yeah. yeah. And this is this would be like S tier A plus until Just they nerf the, Sparrow Tactics. The right, the right tactics. <laughs> yeah,
1: the, the Sparrow Tactics was pretty brilliant. That
2: it was. That was back in the day because you'd forward yeah. deploy your entire army, and then go and now let's run twelve inches. And now I'm two. I'm like two inches away from you. And now I'm yeah. going to charge you first. Tier. And yeah. you know what? It's probably for the best that they nerfed it because that was. It is. Um, but yeah, like so, they've got being able to fortify your entire army, brilliant. That's good. Yeah. Beyond that, that's it. <laughs> but that's a you know, pretty goddamn yeah, good thing. It's yeah. a good. It's a good national rule. It'd just be good if they had anything else to back it up, yeah. because all you all your units are a bit. You know, ten regulars with rifles, cool. You know, there's there's no there's no big lots. There's no big.
0: There's no, no spice. They, there's they no spice. Access yeah. to cavalry. So I mean, that's. You
3: know. I mean,
2: yeah, yeah. The, the cavalry is good, um, especially when you get that free move at the start of the game. You get that free twelve inch move. You can get them yeah. going like the partisans. But again, you come up against some heavy armor. You don't have many options really. You, you, you'll find a few, but generally, because yeah. you got your, you got your bomb you got your bomb sticks. But a good player can mitigate them. They, you know, you just don't you just don't let them charge you. You know, you just right. said them done, of course, but. I feel they don't. They don't. The toolbox isn't quite as big as you'd want it to be to get. Well, that's that's why they're down here in B. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's fair.
2: Yeah. All right. That leaves.
1: That leaves. What's left for the C tier then?
2: Italians well, I, I was going to say I didn't hear Italians I'm earlier I'm sorry I, I know I just I, literally our last episode of the podcast we went look we, you can do really well with them but they're still they're still not they're still better like army rules out of there and stuff yeah. it's a shame really because they've got some really cool units they've got 25 machine gun shot tank 15 yeah. machine gun shot armoured car and all this stuff and then you just look at the national go, they, oh, they got a pickup God's with sake. an
0: 88 in the back of it
2: I uh, uh, know if you want to spend you know 200 points something that can die to a single rifle uh, <laughs>
0: That's always an option.
2: Yeah, but as I say, you know the bot- the C is actually quite close to the S in reality. Like a good player, on a good list can easily bump you right to the top. Yeah. So Italians, you can you can move places with them, but as a baseline, the, that national rule just hampers them so much. It does. It's, and you have to build your whole army around it there's very little room for flexibility because if you want to do an infantry horde you're just asking for pain you yep. really are it dictates uh,
1: a, a list build and a playstyle
2: yeah and and i, and I think that, that that's just a shame from like a like a, a like a like a game design uh, like mechanic like chuck balance out the window mm-hmm. stuff that limits what you do rather than like Increases your options is always and there's never as fun. You always yeah. want to take what you want to take. Not yeah,
1: walking want... out the front door, just being nerfed before we even starts. exactly exactly it yeah, not exciting.
2: Yeah yeah, yeah. I'm gonna upset a lot of people
0: with my next choice. A lot of people. All right. well good. We enjoy doing we that. Should, Actually, should... it's nice for you to do that. We yeah. Oh yeah
2: yeah. Anyway, it's me. So.
3: Yeah. For fucking
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we step up. <laughs> See, All right, Topher. So let's put, put uh, go to for. I've put Hungarians in seat here. Come at me.
0: I know there's a lot of people online who love Hungarians, and
3: All I'm like, right. I, I have Hungarians. Yeah,
0: fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: they're 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 like uh,
0: playing Germans with a
2: handicap. Yeah, yeah, fuck them and everything they stand for. If you're allowing if you're allowing Fortress Budapest, they get a good bump because that's got a yes. lot of cool options in it. But if you're playing you have, Germany, to, you have they're to. awful, awful. They're literally just shit Germans because it's Germans but worse. What's their mm-hmm. one national rule? Their officers get fanatic. Yep. The famously large unit of officers.
0: Yes, <laughs> all fun. three of those guys can be fanatic. Yeah, garbage. Re- just
3: yeah. awful. <laughs>
0: and the, their access support again, as you mentioned it. You know, you open up uh, the fortress Budapest, and maybe these guys. Yeah, because then, then
2: they get that that, that two shot rocket launcher, and then yep. they get all these cool tanks, all the cool infantry. They got a lot of, of a, really nice that's units cool there. Stuff, yeah, but like, the, if you just take our on book only, just skip Hungarians and just go to Romanians and then you'll have a lot more fun because at least yeah. you get a free howitzer then you know what I mean like oh uh, I'm sorry Hungarian players I know you you, you love your, you you Hungarian players love your Hungarians but I'm like, no not for me get lost <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: all right and so, any, I,
2: I've then put anything not mentioned guaranteed here because I, I forgot about some armies like half the like, you know like Norwegians yeah, Nor- and Norwegians. Danes and yeah. Belgians like Belgians are just French like yeah. whatever so, <laughs> this whole tier
1: list it, essentially was just an opportunity to shit on the hang- Hungarian players. you know what yeah, yeah. I could go through the 20 minutes if you would fuck those guys <laughs> Hey, that's all right. It's your list. So actually, actually, actually like no, no, no. Again,
0: the, uh, the opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect <laughs> fellow, those. That... Fellow, <laughs> yeah, they know what our opinions
1: are. Fellow, Hunga- of our park, fellow
2: Hungarian yes. players, rise up and blame Warlord for doing them shit rules. That's There we go. And then telling you you can't use the theater book rules. That's, he's the real villain, not me.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, that's a true statement. All right, so here we go. Um, there's, there's Topher's tier list. So I think list, we'll have list to. This is a strong word. Yeah, we might have to. Um, <laughs> I, I like the idea of, of uh, unit tier lists. So, um, anyways, we'll, we'll have to revisit that. All right. So, um, we'll dive a little bit into um, into your your thoughts on the rules themselves before we we talk about just a little bit of version three wish listing or something like that. What um, when you think about competitive bolt action, the version two rule set currently, do you have a a favorite or um, any considerations what you think? The best rule is that they came out with.
2: I, I would say I would say pins and orders, but, but that's obvious. That your orders. Mm-hmm. Said, everyone's going to say that. So instead, right. I, I I like the orders for ranging in. I like indirect HG. Okay. Because okay. there's nothing that's going to change a game up quicker than that cheeky six out of nowhere. Yeah. And I lo- I love just the oh my shit oh god and now the game's completely different. <laughs> We've all had it. When you when you when you're you losing or you're having a hard time, and oh yeah. shit! I just accidentally wiped that entire unit out by accident. Oh no! And suddenly the game's entirely different. And your is. opponent's gone, yeah. oh, and you're going yeah. And I feel like I know those are the moments that make the game for me. Our, <laughs> um, I,
0: I love when we when we flip our snafu dice yeah. and they, they see that that red star for just a half a second and then it flops on the. You can actually see their it's, it's, face tense yeah, up as they, they see that red star and then it flops to the five. They yeah. go, Hah. especially
2: if you've got a bit of a rapport of your opponent and you look them in the eye, and go, I'm going to roll a six now. And they go, no, that would not. be Dale. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm <laughs> going to roll a six. Do you want to go down? He's like, no, i you sure. Do you want to go down? He's like, nah. No. Then you roll the dice and you get that six and you just go, <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> all right. Yeah. I mean, there, it's, and I think everyone knows that feeling. So it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. On both sides. Oh, last last
0: year of a second game. Yeah. I lost both my uh, mortar and my howitzer in the a, a sixes on round one and two.
2: But that that's 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 the game though, isn't it? You take, yes. take the take the take the, the the rise of the fall and that's yeah. that's the funness of it. I like the random element. I mean the competitive game is be like, oh but you can't control that, uh, <laughs> but but like, that it's but that's way that's exactly... More
1: fun. That's exactly why it shouldn't bother you, because you can't control that.
2: And it always means, if you get tabled every game, you can just blame your dice, because you can just go, oh, I just get it all in sixes, man. No. And then you,
1: and
3: you, go, and you can just be no. like, yeah. No.
2: <laughs> I'm taking it, Mickey.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't quit. Okay, so, so don't if that's I the best that. one, what, on the other side
0: of that, what is what is the worst one?
2: Wrecky. I don't like Wrecky. I just think, because there's so much... Your lancers get it. What the I hell? Know, yeah, but I don't think it's well, good. Well, what's think wrong it's with Wrecky? I don't think it's good for the game. Like, I'll abuse it, don't get me wrong, like everyone else will. <laughs> but, like, especially, like, Wrecky rec- Cavalry, okay, even though they kind of do weird Cambrian circles around the battlefield, mm-hmm. it's really weird. But especially, like, Recky Tanks. Like, a recon tank meant they put a radio in it and sent it out ahead of the main battalion. It didn't right. mean that they did donuts all around the battlefield, dodging Panzerfaust left, right and centre. You know, just, I just really don't like it when you start seeing tanks doing that... Doing donuts around each other. So is you know it? What I mean? Is it?
1: It's it's because it doesn't. It feels out of place in the game. Yeah, like I don't okay. mind
2: if a, if a jeep does it because that feels a little bit, you know, especially with like SAS jeep. It's like, yeah, like, that's a bit Hollywood. That's fine. But sure. when when you got a Chaffee doing it, I'm like, come on, well, you know uh, why? I mean? like, my opinion on it's grown since V1. V1, I absolutely hated it because obviously uh, you do it Yeah,
1: was pretty, it was so pretty. So it has bad, been reined
2: was... in some, but but I just I just don't like it. I just don't think it fits. What I don't think it suits what you're trying to portray very well. Um, and I think
1: right, it's not like a vehicle deathmatch. Exactly, because what happen.
2: most most recce vehicles obviously they get there first because they've gone forward with the radio and the, and and you know the telescope and all that stuff. That's more of what a Ford Deployer does, right? You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, that no, would yeah, that would suit better than doing barrel rolls all over the battlefield, going boop 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 and dodging anti-tank guns and stuff like that. Because like you know, if a if a if a Stuart comes up against a Flak Forty Four. It doesn't do a barrel roll. It runs away.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, or
2: finds tank, a, a big rock to exactly, get behind in. There's, and... there's still tanks at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I just I just think the game would be healthier if Reki was removed and we could just have different... different Or at least if it was kind of brought in a bit and some of the units that really shouldn't have it was taken away. Okay. You know. Well,
1: that's not... I mean, that's not too bad of uh, the worst rule in the, in the book, so...
2: I mean, I mean, a lot of rules. Of the intent, are like, because like, if you go some of the rules, you have to start going to like game design. You have to start going about. Oh well, then, mm-hmm. then it comes down to like clarifications from the FAQ and stuff like that. Right. I thought okay. wreck, wreck is a lot more rounds as to why I don't like it. Yeah. All right. okay. <laughs> so
1: right. you know, we you came in initially in, in version one. We're five years. Is it five or six years now? Covid screws that whole thing. Oh, six, Two thousand fifteen. So. Yeah, version two. So, what are your thoughts? Is it time? Is yeah. It time to transition yeah, we're, to we're
2: there, we're there, we're there. And I, I, but I don't, I don't want a big change. I won't want big changes though. I know. What I, would they, you, they, they were talking how, like D10s, and that, that panics me. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, core... I do not like D10s. <laughs> no. no. And more importantly, they don't. They yeah. don't care for me either. So <laughs> I don't think core... we need that much distinction yeah. between the, the rules. Yeah, the core rules are fine. You know your orders, your dice, your modifiers, or you know that's all fine. But there's look at the fact look at the amount of clarifications. Mm-hmm. It just needs to be rolled into one and just there's sections of the book that just need to be rewritten. Like we was talking about earlier, Close Quarters Assault, right? Mm-hmm. Like yep. it just needs to be rewritten clearly and not because the current rules are necessarily bad, but they're just convoluted and they're just all over the place and it needs to be simpler. Yeah. Um. I want my, the attention I'd want to be put is in the, the, the aspects surrounding the core rules. So things like the missions, the army construction, the points, you know, like mm-hmm. Tiger should not be 400 points. A full stop the conversation you know these are the areas I'd want them to focus on like um, yeah so like like new the army nation- books yeah new army books and like the national rules like it's like the, the German army in 1939 is not the same German army as 1945 they should have separate national rules when I mean, <laughs> you're building your same for
0: Japanese book. right yeah uh,
2: exactly same for Japanese same for the Soviets same for Brits the, the, most armies and I think it'd be best. same for it, the Italians I'd be thinking and I think Warlord are always trying to push theme, right? Mm-hmm. So wouldn't it be better if they went, well, here's four separate periods. If you're, if you're building on with this period, you get this set of national rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just think, like, you don't have to go full on rivet counter with it. You can really simplify things like they did with the theatre books, like the theatre selectors even. I, just, I think this is just a good opportunity for growth as a game to, and to bring new stuff, new options, new choices and actually present something something new because how weird would this design go if you went oh well if i go with 1939 i get x y and z but then i don't get a b c yeah. Oh, you gotta make a decision there because currently the game's been the, same for five, the game's been the same for five years yeah. you know what choice I mean? is fun and, uh, choice is fun and i mean and loads of content you, for us to talk about it <laughs> yeah I right. Mean,
1: you'd rather you'd rather um have five options um that you had to really you know hem and ha over yeah uh, then there's just one, <laughs> yeah, because and, and, that's the obvious choice.
2: Yeah, and, and I know, and I know the an- the quick answer to that is that's oh, all. Yeah, but balance, because you're always gonna have some options better than others. And I'm like, yeah, and and you always want to strive for the most most balance. But fun is also more important than balance to me, because power gamers are always gonna try and find the best. The- there's always gonna be yeah. some little kink. and power gamers are always gonna chase the And You're never gonna stop it, right? right? So there's no point ganking your whole game trying to close the gaps because you'll never close them all. You'll never. They'll you always, won't. You know, but
1: if if you if you do a good enough job, not every list is even going to look like every other list because exactly. of the obvious choices. So.
2: Exactly. And if you really, if you did, if you did something like Games Workshop does with the General's Handbook, where you release, you update points every year, mm-hmm. you can, ch- you can tweak, you can change stuff. You know, you can, you, you can say, especially, and I've seen, I've seen rumor that Warlords are releasing an app. How perfect yeah. is that? Everyone's yeah. got a mobile phone these days. You know, your, your rules come in your army book, but your points come in your app, and then you can. You can change them on the fly, so you release a book, and if six months later you see a tournament where every where the juggers have turned up and they've all taken fifteen of this one unit, yeah. you can literally just go bang let's let's tackle that one specific problem
0: right let's give that a jugger text
2: yeah it's it's like um <laughs> what was it it's like a uh, the problem with um uh, oh, my words escaping four, four deployers, native mm-hmm. irregulars right a few years yep. ago before they got FAQ. they were everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. and they were a problem, because it was an obvious choice they were really cheap, they got loads of rules for free and they turned up everywhere and won loads of games but then, and the, the answer there is to target that specific unit and change it, and say, yeah, these guys I, I are I now Yeah, I might 50 have brought people.
0: that one up, yeah. sorry about that the, Yeah,
2: the, the, I mean, it, but it's it, like, it, and it needs to bring it up I'm just kind of, it's it'd be it, I would like a more targeted approach to problems with the game, rather than just going no for deploying units ever! <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. no, the problem there is native irregular. Let's look at that problem and sort that.
3: Um, and that, um, that, yeah. could
1: be, that could be an interesting shift now because technology would allow them to swap to a yeah, digital absolutely, format absolutely. and do those individual kind of of updates. And you're right, we're more connected now than we than we ever had been, you know, 15 years ago, yeah. whatever. I,
2: I, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a real, like, a real, like, a uh, tope statement now. So this does not represent the Juggernauts or Snafu. It actually doesn't represent the Juggernauts, whatever. But, like, the sort <laughs> of people who don't have access to a mobile phone or a smartphone probably don't care about points being changed that often because they're just yeah. in the garage and they're going to do what they want anyway. Yeah. I, yeah, I, get I, the I hell think, out of your uh, cave.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think that's an unreasonable
2: statement. You know what I mean? Like, because, like, well, people change the yeah. game however they want. Once you're in your own garage, it's your own game anyway. Do what
0: you want. Right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you're you're probably playing your own rules anyway at that Ex- point.
2: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so I, I think that would be a step in the right. And direction. I
1: mean, let, let's be honest. If if you're going to a tournament, you're likely have to submit your army list ahead of time digitally, anyways. So I mean, there's a, re, you know, a reasonable expectation that we're yeah. all kind of yeah. already on board yeah. with yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah, don't
0: don't ever don't mail me your list for Operation Snafu, please. <laughs>
1: Get, Could you imagine courier, having to go? Sorry, and mail it back. And, yeah, you know, that's not good I a, enough.
2: i Have an old timey telegraph man in It band has Turns a... up outside your house. I've got a list for you. Say, <laughs> yeah. It has to be hey, uh, in the, the post this. by what? you know
1: this date. You know, post stamped by. Yeah, uh,
2: get get carrier pigeon. Just drop off a list. <laughs> I think I'm <laughs>
1: All right, then. So, and, and and kind of thinking about version three and all of the different things that you could possibly change a little uh, before we dive into the specific scenario. Um, do you have any thoughts on what makes what makes a good competitive scenario, or what is a, would make a bad competitive scenario?
2: So, for good balance, um, I I I believe that the game you are playing is between the two armies, right? You are playing Soviets versus Germans. You are playing Americans versus Japanese. The mission you're playing is just a vehicle to get you there. And I really hate missions that take over and take the focus away from that. So, like, let's say top secret, right? Because that's everyone's worst mission. Everyone hates top secret, right? Um, and, yep. and the reason for that is because there's so much focus on that one stupid little man who has stupid rules and does stupid things and doesn't make your armies play how they should play. And, and that's and the scope of like that is is gets really upset when when something major like that happens where neither players done anything wrong and this, and the game still gets fucked. Yep. Like it's like classic if you bring all comers list and then you roll up and it turns out you're playing envelop, playing double envelopment yeah and one player's got a fully mechanized army and the right. other person doesn't. Now I know you can go oh yeah but that comes down to list design and, and somewhat it's true but ultimately it's just not a balanced mission right because it favors certain armies very heavily over others. You right. can have a little bit of It's Like, of kill points obviously punishes high dice lists, but not okay. in the same way that... So, like, a mechanised army loves playing double envelopment. If I'm playing with my lancers, I want to play envelopment because I'm really good at it, because I can move 18 inches a turn, and it's really mm-hmm. fun. Well, it's, it's fun for me, not for my opponent, though. Right, yes. And that's, right, yeah, that, so and that's it fun, fun for is subjective. People. Exactly. So, I want, I'm kind of boring, really. I want my missions to be really almost neutral, so if someone comes over and says, "How's the game going?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just go, oh, "There's an objective one, two, three, cool." You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I'm really, I'm really boring and traditional for missions. I don't like big outlandish scenarios of stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. For campaign play, they're really cool. Like when you have special things going off and oh that thing's coming in on turn four and oh that's gone there and oh what's mm-hmm. happening and that's all really fun. But for a competitive game, I want, I, I want the mission just to be. Just to be simple and baseline, you know what I mean. Just to be, there's three objectives, go fight over them. Or there's there's some kill points, go get them. Or there's there there's there's a quarter, go move into it. You know, I, I want the simplicity is what I want because then because then the focus is on the players, their tactics and their armies and what they've brought, not on the mission you're playing.
1: Right, and the outcome is dictated by them. And not the yeah, same.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if because if you have like one, yeah, yeah, I don't. It is what it is. <laughs> I yep. want it to be. I want people to win because they outplayed their opponent and they had the better army, not because the mission favored them in a certain way.
1: Yeah. Bad feels around that. Yeah. Yep. All right. So the I think we mentioned it earlier. We're going to sectors. Sectors. So the Pat, why don't you walk us through how we how we're going to do this? So
0: scenario twelve. In the attacker-defenders, which is obviously not a attacker-defender scenario, and this recent FAQ did filthy
2: neutral, filthy neutral, yeah. <laughs> got so, a part of neutrality.
0: <laughs> so we're gonna we'll, we'll first go through what the what the actual scenario is in the book here, and then we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna pick Toph's brain as to how he can set up to win this every single time. Dice aside, if he can get some average dice, that's fine. So if you're not familiar with this, then you obviously haven't played bolt action or read much of the book, which is fine. We can go through that for you. So you've got your tables divided into quarters, and then the you roll a dice, determine which side you're going to end up taking, and you, you take the one sector of it, and your opponent takes the other sector. And now you're going to... Um, is it, Do you have to deploy it only half, or is it up to uh, Half or more, I think. Is it half or more? I think oh. it's half or more. Well, the one we played uh, yesterday was different. <laughs> uh, so this can be up to half, rounding down. So, okay. So there you go. Um, you can. So you got half in this little tiny section. So you know you've got your four by six, and you've got a two by three that you're putting these units. And there's terrain in there. It gets crowded really quick. Um, so if you have fourteen order dice, you're going to have seven that are in there, and the other seven will be in reserve. And then your opponent then does the same. And there's a prep- preparatory bombardment on this one, which is. Yeah, I'm not a fan of those, but that's fine. We're not here for my opinions. We have plenty of other sources for that. And then, basically, you want to try and get your units into your opponent's sector or into the other two neutral sectors. And that's how you score points in addition to blowing up their units. Whoever gets the most points wins. So, very simple, straightforward. Uh, The other caveat in there is while you're setting up, as though your, your setup area wasn't small enough, you cannot be within 12 inches of the center of the board. So, that's what sectors is. Topher, how do you break sectors down?
2: So, the, the, the thing with, with, with sectors, it's quite a mobile mission in that you need to get moving. because it's
0: envelopment, it, not envelopment.
2: It's envelopment, but yes, they're on the board. So, at least they have a, the opponents have a chance to turn around and shoot you in the bum as you run away. Right. But the, the, the key bit I always take from it is when, when picking like your deployment zones, picking out your tactics, what you're, what, where you're going to go, is that don't look at where you start, look at where you're going to finish. Because if, you're, if your quarter's got no terrain in it, it doesn't matter. Because by the end of the game, you ain't going to be there. You're going to be in the opponent's quarter. Right. If you've, done stuff, if you've done things wet right, then if there's any units at all left in your quarter, well, you can at least turn around and shoot them because there's no terrain, right? There is no terrain. So and it also comes down to working out your, how you're going to move through from one quarter to another. Which road, Is there a road you're going to walk down? Is there, is there an area with like crossfire? Is there an ambush point where they can easily set up two or three units to catch you on the way in? So it's 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 kind of planning a journey, almost more than a battle, because you need to work out how you're going to get your stuff from your quarter to theirs. And ultimately, even if you, even some units, you can just let them straight through to your quarter, because as long as you get more units, in, yours into theirs, it doesn't matter. A,
0: it doesn't matter how many so they have. Some, so if, you've, yeah. if you're already set up and you've got three Poised on the edge of their sector, and they've got one that you're just having trouble with. Let them go.
2: Yeah, exactly. If they've got that big, nasty, ten-man veteran fanatic unit, don't even try and fight them. Just don't even attempt it. Let them do what they want to do because it doesn't matter. As long as you keep your units alive, you've got more. You took them in your, and if you end, you know, in a better position, that's all. That's all it all that requires.
0: But if you've got a spare howitzer back there, you might as well, well spin good, around well, you and know, shoot them, right? Yeah, cheeky six. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs>
0: um, well, not even. There's no terrain. It's a just straight up three.
2: Yeah, they're close well, at that yeah, point, right? Yeah. yeah, but well, exactly. Yeah, they've got to get the car get close to you at
1: some point. Um, when it um, when it comes to moving, as you're advancing to get into the the opposing table corner, um, do you do you have a particular um, tactic that you favor? Are you are you all together? Here we go, or do you try to split? Do a pincher, or or, or, or anything like flank. that, or is so, it so? Um, the interesting do you go part of, just straight across the middle.
2: The interesting part of sectors is that. You have a quarter to deploy into, but you still have a table edge to bring your reserves in. Oh. Yep.
0: Yes. So oh, uh, also, I forgot, there's no yep. outflanking. No outflanking. No. But
2: you, you get a kind of outflank, because you can yeah. bring your units directly into one of the neutral quarters. So if you are bringing some stuff in, I tend to go, that's all, let's go, bang, straight into that. you know, you've got a two-foot run into the opponent's deployment zone. And a lot of the time, opponents will leave that quite empty, actually, because they've abandoned it. So by the time you're coming on, turn three and four, you just, boom, straight shot. Um, but in terms of splitting, depends on... Uh, it. Depends! Uh, depends, depends on the we like yeah, it. Yeah, depends this this episode has been sponsored by yeah. Defence. <laughs> <laughs> depends on the board, depends what your army is. If Again, if they've got some really solid units that you just don't want to fight, it's probably best just to leave them an open avenue and go the other way. Whereas if you've got the stronger units, you know, almost go, almost go like, you know... A shark going through going through a, a school of fish, and just you know, in right. you go and start nabbing them as they're running past you. Um, so, with
1: this approach, I, I imagine you probably find it's a, a a pretty high scoring affair. Then, typically,
2: well, you either win big or lose big. Okay. I tend to find because because you meet in the middle, and either you go through them or they go through you. Right. Uh, it's it's a very rare a very rare one to draw sectors because especially when you start adding up points from dice kills and you're adding points of quarters and yeah, you know, it's get really. You oh, I've any, seen you some heated
0: know. debates over how much of a unit is in a quarter.
2: <sighs> yeah, we we tend to just go where's the majority of it and try. Well, oh, yeah, and try, they, they've try, done try, that man. and they yeah. just
0: still just keep going
2: oh, like wow. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we we for, so for in our pack we have we have so rather than the quarter, there's like a central objective in each quarter. So you have to go and get that. It's still basically saying same that like, you've got to get to the opponent's objectives because they're worth more. But it true. just takes away that that you know.
1: Um, yeah, that's a good change. That that that. Okay. Part, yeah. Um, All right. So, I mean, let's walk us through um, a deployment phase for for you. Then, as far as considerations when we're dealing with okay, since there is a first wave or reinforcements, yeah. um, how much? I mean, do you like to have something on the table right from the start? And yeah, what's, yeah. What's d- the approach there?
2: D- d- yeah. So anything that so you want so you're going to get prepped bombardment, which always sucks. So, things that are going to be hurt from prep bombardment. So, things like an, a small two-man team or a small little armored car, like a six-plus sub skin. Leave them in reserve because if you deploy them, he's going to roll the six and it's going to suck. Gonna be <laughs> gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But things like your medium howitzer, get that deployed because you need that to. If nothing else, that give first your turn pro- fire. That first job. turn fire, and if you leave, if you if you deploy them properly, especially down like avenues where your opponent's going to try and walk through, it gives them a bit of pause. Yeah. Because then, if it, before it will take them two turns to get to your deployment zone, now it's going to take them four because they're going to try and take cover along the way because they don't get that a howitzer.
1: Yeah, it gives you some area control.
2: Yeah, and so yeah, and also anything you want to con- obviously if they've got some deplo- when they bring deployments on, they're going to bring stuff in the deployment zone that you can't get too easily. Mm-hmm. If that makes it, this, this is a free die I am trying like the two d six map of the of the battlefield. You've each got one quarter that you can bring reserves on easily. Mm-hmm. So if you don't put anything in your deployment zone in your deployment zone countering that's gonna be really hard mm-hmm. so uh, so I tend to find any, your big strong units the ones that can take a punch or two I tend to put them in you de- deploy them because then they, you can get them stuck in they'll take they'll take the pins or they'll take the one or two hits from uh, from Pref of Bombardment and then you can proceed and get stuck in anything that's small and squishy you know your officer or like your jeep like put them in reserve especially if you've got like a spare truck, load all your teams into it. And then when that comes on, you can bring six units, two foot, bang, run straight into your opponent's deployment zone. Especially if they've left it empty. If you do that, like the first, you know, first dice, the last dice of one turn, just bring it on, two foot, run, first dice your next turn, get it unloaded. And then suddenly you can start capping, point, 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 point. Because it's not, the, the unit that scores doesn't matter. The fact that it's just a unit at all is what matters. Yep. So your little 17 point jeep, is exactly the same as your big 200-point veteran unit... in terms of winning the game. So, you know, if you're going to throw anything... can actually get stuck in the enemy... make sure it's those big, big, tough units. Because yeah. that's what they can do. They can actually, you know, stop your opponent... doing what you want to do... which is get all your little <laughs> shit units and get
1: score. <laughs> yeah, so if... in, in, in with an um, aggressive or combined arms... or a, aggressive and combined arms style... Um, in this... because we're talking sectors... when you talk about those big, tough, tanky kind of units... Um, do you favour a particular number of those? Are we talking like two or even as many as three in that kind of
2: thing? Or? Yeah, I, I tend to put uh, your full half, your full, uh, what, you know, your full half, like as much as you can really to okay. get away with it. You know, again, it depends. comes down to your list. Cause you don't, if you don't have any tough <laughs> units, sure. you're fucked, right? But if you've right. got, you know, three or four full veteran squads in the big fat tank, yeah, let's get it. Let's get Let's get some board presence going. Let's, let's yeah, get,
1: those would all be fine.
2: Yeah, because if you, could, if you on your first turn, you can get a big, chonky, 10-man veteran unit and go and occupy a you know a big bit of rough ground, say, in the middle of a board, and they've got to walk past you, you're now scary, because you can yeah. just go, ha-ha, charge, right? It's going to be
1: super hard to, sh- hard to shift, too. Ex- exactly,
2: yep. exactly. Because it, you're setting up traps, right? Because you know they've got to yep. run past you. So you could just have a unit there and just go, at some point, you're going to move within 12 inches of me. And when you do, I'm going to charge you, I'm going to kill you, and that's going to get me 12 inches of moving, I'm going to bounce into your department zone doing it. Like, and that's a really nasty, t- especially if you've got like cavalry or something like that. Cool. Like you can, you can, especially charging is really good because you get the movement and you get to kill stuff. So you get a dice and you get the movement. Like it's all best of best of both worlds. Yeah. Um, and, and even down to things like your, your medium howitzers, if you put them on the edge, edge of the deployment zone, like on the line, end of the game. Whoops, six inch move. There you go. Scores now.
1: Yeah. You, <laughs> you get know, that one point.
2: Li- little things like that really, really add up. Um, I love this mission.
1: <laughs> so good.
2: <laughs> so many I it. Yeah, well, it's just because it's, it's such. It's so. It's such a different way to play because yeah. the, the focus isn't necessarily just killing each other. Because if one person just guns down the other person's almost entire army, but then doesn't leave his deployment zone, he's going to lose. Because the opponent's going to go, well, I've got three units here. There you go. I win. Right. And I, and I love that. That's great. Yeah,
1: it's not the most efficient point scoring. Isn't necessarily killing the other player
2: Exactly. Exactly. It's it's the manoeuvring and and manoeuvring is great. <laughs> you know, get especially you know when people go down, and you just hit them on sevens all game. You know, yay, okay. But if you yeah, can't, you can't you're do that. All game, yeah, can't do yeah. that all game. It's not, it's yeah, I, I like one.
0: taking one of the uh, the chunkier units and just out of my deployment zone, find some cover just inside that neutral zone and just yeah. hold up anything else. Especially, that's trying to
2: come especially there. right in the middle of the battlefield where you have easy yep. access to all four quarters. How especially, important do you, you know,
1: think the middle of the battlefield ends up being in this? <sighs>
2: It can be. Re- it, 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 some, it depends because sometimes like if, if if people focus on it, it's gonna you can have a massive fight there. But a lot of the time, people just go, I ain't going down there. And they go around the side. <laughs> but that's a brilliant I, place to put a big right. tank like a Sherman and, I, and go. I can affect all of you. I can go anywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like the basic, or rather the default approach, um, many players take uh, just out the gate is okay. Am I going to go left or right? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Recall ever seeing anyone going straight down the middle?
2: I, so. I I I do it with I do my favorite time is to do it with a tank company. So say oh, if yeah. you if you've got like three Shermans and you go right first turn bang advance 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 I'm in the middle now and then yeah. they go oh shit where's my anti tank <laughs> you know just right. forcing your opponent to go ah because what you want them to do you want your opponent to actually start fighting you because the moment they start fighting you they ain't, they ain't moving which is yeah, what they I'm should moving. be doing so if you can do a bit of, you know. You know, throw throw your weight around and go. You know, I'm, I'm I is my big unit. Is what I'm doing. I'm a threat now. What are you gonna do about it? And mm-hmm. forcing choices on your opponent is gonna mess with their game plan. And that's how you win. Because you then like they're a, going. Ah!
1: <laughs> do you feel like there are any traps for um, inexperienced players in this in this uh, scenario?
2: Definitely, definitely getting stuck with. I must kill that unit. Yeah. Like if it's not if it's not a direct threat to one of your units, I won't worry about it. Like obviously, if it's a flamethrower, it's within six inches of one of your favorite units. No, like, yeah, deal with that. But like,
0: <laughs> please <laughs> like, deal with the
2: flamethrower. Like, but if it's a sniper, that's all he's just doing is you know trying to take one man off a squad at a time. Whatever, let him do it. Like, what's one man? You'll be fine. Um, and another one is forward deployers can be very good in this mission because they deploy anyway in your half, not in your quarter. Yep. yep,
1: just not within twelve inches of the middle point.
2: Exactly. So, like, if and they... keeps um, them out of
1: that bombardment, too.
2: Exactly. So if you're playing something like Soviet Scouts, and suddenly they go, yep, and here's half my army 12-inch away from your, from your quarter. Ah! <laughs> you know, um, especially with quick reserves. Oh, and also, here's two trucks full of engineers to, to, like, to back them up. It can change really quickly um, if you're not prepared. So it's... it's 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 a hard one to get around without playing it. It's definitely one to play at club before you get to the tournament. <laughs> sure. yeah. To mess up first before you uh, before it, you need it to not mess up.
1: How important do you think it is uh, familiarity with your own list or how it would work in this kind of a scenario before actually? Yeah, yeah, pa- paramount. paramount, I think this is one yeah. of those that it yeah. really makes a difference. Yeah.
2: One of one of the questions you should when you're building it, it should be, how do I get places? How do I get to places I need to be? For missions like this, for envelopment, just for objective missions, if there's something over on the other side of the battlefield, you need to get there. Like, can you get there? If you've taken a full gun line and everything, nothing moves more than six inches a turn, you, you're going to struggle. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and that's yeah. and that's why people don't bring 50 body bodyguard-armed Soviets, right? Because they're slow and, and moving. You need to move in this game to get somewhere. Um, moving is key, so you need to build your list in such a way that you you have a plan of how you're going to move. Even if it's just like a, like a fire and maneuver kind of effect. Like, you does not need to be fancy. You don't necessarily even need trucks, but you need a plan. If not, you need a plan if nothing else. You need yeah, some way it, to get your opponent to keep their head down so you
0: can move up safely. And it, it's okay to run with a unit. Yeah, yeah. Everyone thinks that, oh, I, I need to shoot every time I activate this unit. No, no, no. It's, yeah. it's important to get where you're supposed to go. Yeah, one of the th- Running is okay.
2: Th- with my, The way I play how it says, I don't even need to hit. I just need you to go down. So, yep. if it's a big, scary unit, and I don't want to fight you, and I don't want you to shoot you as I'm running at you, I'm gonna go here's a big house. And I'm firing. You. Do you want to go down? And I'm hoping that they do because even though I then hit on sevens, great. Now I don't have to I don't have to worry about you this turn. I've got I've got the time, I've got the space to move where I need to do, need to go, um, and, and, and same in reverse. Things things like ambush, getting being able to go right, especially if you're fins, you can move as well. That's broken, but like just being able to go <laughs> right. You, you, I'll give you the opportunity to do what you want, but I will punish you for it, and then you know being having a bit of being able to think two turns in
1: advance is really useful here. Right so then we can dig into the to the last little bit here as, as far as the breakdown goes. Mm. Early game considerations, mid game considerations, late game considerations. So this this idea of being able to think a couple turns in advance. How mm. how can you expound on that?
2: So so key points for early game is you want to block off key access routes. So if there's a road that leads directly from his deployment zone to yours, mm-hmm. you might want to put a tank on it yeah. or you might want to block it. Because if you can use it, he can use it, right? And it's all if you've got a big tank, get there first, right? Because if you die, well, it's a big chunk of inex- like impassable terrain there now. So at least you blocked it off, so it's in your favor. Don't, oh, and if you don't have anything, better, like, at least put a gun at the end of it on ambush or something. Just don't let them just do what they want to do. Yeah, if we don't want a free ex- open highway. Ex- just ex- exactly. Yeah, make it a tollway. Yeah, for sure. And even though I've said, you know, don't focus on killing <laughs> early in the game, take out key units that will stop your advance. So anything that like you know pin machines. Tanks, big HE, things that are going to get in the way of how you can move up. Those they, would be higher priority. Exa- exactly. Exactly. Okay. So if if they've got a big gun covering a key access point, so you know, as they works in reverse, right? You if you as if there's an easy way for you to run up to their side of the board, and they've gone and covered it with a big gun, you probably want to take that gun out because otherwise, he's going to be shooting <laughs> as you go in. Right. So, so
1: how long? So as far as you know, how long would would you invest trying to remove that threat? Before you're like, you know what? I don't know that I can. You know what? You can. Pr- you've resources.
2: got you've got six turns, and then you roll for it. Yeah. And you can run a foot a turn. So in two turns, you can move two foot. That's pretty easy to get to wherever you need to go,
1: right? Because the claws so are only two That could be like feet. a. You an early do, mid-game consideration. you'd still be. Doing
2: yeah, that. yeah. If you yeah. if it's turn four and that gun's still there, you still you. Like, I just wouldn't take my mind off it. It'd be there until. It's like a checklist, and you work your way down the checklist. You know, okay. like like hierarchy of needs. And if that good is still blocking your advance, you need to get rid of it. <laughs> like yeah. it's, just, and uh, and if by turn four you haven't got rid of it, well, at that point you you just need to take the risk because you're okay. running out of time. Yeah. But
0: it's yeah, because that unit's not going to score you anything exactly, sitting there. Ex- exactly, it's better to right. try
2: and die than to not try at all because you're dead anyway. Right? Okay. Like, is that a yeah. T-shirt? It should be. Let's market it.
3: There you go. We can put both our logos on that one. Yeah, yeah, great. Uh, juggerfoo.
1: jugger-foo. <laughs> that, that sounds like some weird martial I guess martial it's better Snugger, so. Snugger. 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 Sn- snugger. snugger okay. All right, so, so anything else with, with early game that we're, we're looking to... to so uh, I think it.
2: that's mainly for early game. And then as you move into mid-game, as they're walking towards you as you're walking forward them you're going to meet in the middle somewhere like work out what gains you can make you know take out enemy units as they try to go through you so you know if they move in 12 inches you get a free charge oh free charge bang 12 inches and then you get your console like, that's some good movement to get
3: yeah.
2: uh, and then yeah don't be afraid to let tough units just walk by like especially if you're fighting Japanese like look at those big 15 man squads let them go yeah. <laughs> unless you've got a flamethrower and you're feeling cheeky let them go right. it's not worth your hassle um, and hold definitely, the door open for them let them yeah, on by i i like to judge if you're going to expend more dice taking them out than you're going to get by taking them out if that makes sense if yeah. you're going to lose three units taking them out there's no point just let them go because those three units are worth more to you alive at the end of the game than they are you know dead with that unit gone
1: i, I think in this particular scenario that is truer than in most actually yeah yeah, yeah your 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 trade your dice trades are super important yeah in this one. yeah
2: and, and the things to be scared of for this mission are actually kind of easy to kill. You know what I mean? Like, like the big squad, you can just walk past it. But like the medium howitzer, that's really going to mess your day. Because that's going to block like advance lines. But then a single six with, a, with an indirect mortar shot will take it out. Same with a tank. Single Panzerfaust. There you go. That's done. That's not going to detract from your main game. But a big squad in a building or in a, in a ruin, oh, that can, that can. if you don't have the tools to deal with, it can be a real nightmare to get rid of. Um, so it, it's like picking your targets, work your way through work out where to run away <laughs> and work mm-hmm. out to go no I can't no I can take you I will go through you that's fine especially if and they've got you more, have an avenue
0: to run from Especially you by an yeah,
2: obstacle. especially if they've got more dice than you if they've got more dice than you, you you're on an uphill battle you need to take some
1: off them yeah um, how important do you think dice advantage is in this one it's
2: really important because if they've got if they've got 20 dice and you've got 15 dice if you then just literally do a, a sheer swap and you both get your armies into your other opponent's appointment zone he's won by 5 points like straight away because he's just got more dice than you um the dice advantage really really helps here with sectors um if nothing else because uh, you've got obviously the more units to score with and more opportunities to like to expend dice to take enemy units out but also it just gives you the initiative and initiative is really important in this game especially when you, you're, you're walking past each other who gets to charge the other one first is really important um because you get the jump off, right? And, and being yep. able to make units go down first, and the interplay between re- how units react with each other, like having more dice really helps that. Um, this is one of the missions that does favor such a like, higher dice lists for that right. reason.
1: And I, and I feel like you know these scenarios aren't necessarily uncommon. This one in particular, though, um, it also goes back into the tier list. Those those high order dice lists really. I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. This is what kill points isn't. Mm-hmm. Kill points will hurt them. This one will benefit them. Um,
1: you know. Yeah.
3: Uh, All right. The,
1: so, so any anything else as far as as sectors, as a whole, as far as you know, your approach or things to look out for, or you know why this is a a, a good scenario versus the others, you know, that kind of. Thing. I, I,
2: I like I like the balance of it because you both. Other than the dice, obviously, it favors the high dice list over others. But that most missions favor one or the other either way. But I, I I like the balance of it. You both you're both doing the same thing. You're both trying to do the same thing. It's not like one of you's defending, one's attacking. No, you're both trying to move through each other. The fact that it's forcing you to move, so you get, you're not just going to gunline each other. If you do gunline each other, one of you's going to lose harder than the other. Put it that way, it forces you to move, and like the maneuvering and the in the interdynamics of that is is what makes it for me because then the game's really interesting.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of player interaction. In
2: exactly, <laughs> and also the the make or break because it's these sort of missions where the cheekiness. Of a random six out of nowhere can really change things up because a previous like unknowable or a previous blockage can suddenly out of nowhere just be like I can walk there, now. That's a, yeah. I can, that, that that avenue wasn't open five seconds ago, and nah, now suddenly I can do that. And if you're good at seizing opportunity,
1: yeah, flexibility is really
2: yeah. It, I think too. it really rewards being able to think on the fly and being able to change your plan quickly with the changing situation. Yeah. You know, I, I, and, and missions like that, are brilliant. That's what you that's what you want in a mission. You want a mission that makes you encourages you to play the game. It, sounds it rewards really weird, good play. But no, it yeah, rewards yeah, good play. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So this would definitely be one we'd like to see in the next edition, I'm sure.
2: Oh, oh if they have removed this i will
1: riot. You'll just put it back in your jugger pack. It'll be okay.
2: Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll have a whole podcast dedicated to the removal of sectors. How dare
3: you
1: <laughs> Uh, all right Stop. Topher, okay. thank you so much i really appreciate thank you, you joining us and, and sharing your insights with us and um i i certainly enjoyed it i think the, the everyone listening uh, is
2: Well a, well, a well you know if you got any complaints you can you know where i am i'm i'm everywhere apparently
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: get
0: around <laughs> All right well that's
1: different but sure <laughs>
2: I'm a nice guy. I promise. I'm sorry. Don't hate me. Uh. Yeah, no, I mean,
1: it, it, it's so, I mean, we in, we'll go through who else is coming on, but um, no, it's um, uh, we asked you, and I'm, I'm really glad that you accepted. Any, the any, any time, and, any yeah. time, and apologize to the other juggers for not
0: having uh, asked hey, them. It, but it, perhaps we'll yeah. reach out to them with one of our other series. Yeah, that's this good, is only good, the first yeah, player
2: series. Yeah, so. yeah, they, they they can talk shit as much as I can. They all love the sound of their voice as well. So, quite the. <laughs> well, I you know, I know, Pete,
0: I know Petey does that's for sure.
2: Uh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay well thanks again Toph and uh, everyone out there tof why don't you take us out
2: uh, this is in my podcast I'll just
0: make a really rude joke uh, I don't want to bring
2: down your podcast so, um, the, well this
1: is a ser- it's a player series so it's not the proper yep. thing we do So, what okay
2: is well I? enjoy listening to me and hopefully no one else sucks as much because no one's as good as I am
3: the end <laughs> 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 alright thanks All right. everyone. Good night, everyone have a good night <laughs> <laughs> Just like you always do, till the blue skies drive the dark clouds far away.